After a two-week hiatus on vacation, AOA Podcast is back. Frankie C., it is good to see you, my man. Good to see you. I can't believe it. We're back. Two weeks. That, that's the longest we've been we've been gone for, right? Very much so. And can I say this? And I don't want to get too forward or get too excited, but back and better than ever, that I say. That's a lot to live up to. You look like a million bucks. I got a little tan going. I think you we're doing good. all right. You know, sound, you know, I hope you're feeling all right. I know you're a little under the weather. Well, I'm going to die soon, but that's besides the point. We'll get to it uh, after we get to all the topics on the episode. Uh, Epstein and Leon back, black, back of the news. We've got a Suits conspiracy theory, my friend. Is COVID returning? COVID? Yes. Uh, like suits conspiracy, as in the TV show? As in the TV show, yes. Okay. I've got some astounding numbers for you that you're not going to believe. Uh, Yevgeny Prigozhin, this was the Wagner German general that led the revolution for about 45 minutes or so. He's dead. Yeah. We found that out while we were away. Last very long. Um, Some tech giants are starting a city in America. No big deal. Nothing to look at here. Yeah. Barbie continues to just slay at the box office. Elton John got hospitalized. We're going to talk about vacation and weird food combinations. All that and more on this episode, my friend. Are you ready? I can't wait. Well, then let's go. You have seen, you have been better, I, I have to say. Nothing to see here. What, what is going on with you? You, were, you went to the doctor. I've been sick for a month. For a month. It's been, yeah. Since before we went on vacation. Way before. We missed a couple episodes before vacation, I feel. Yeah, that is true. And you sound, I don't want to say worse, but do you feel better? I mean, your voices come and go, but do you feel? Not really. Not really. You can't take on Jeffrey Epstein the way you and I have without somebody in the deep state trying to take out one of us. I'm just happy it's me and not you. I'd feel responsible. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) If we're being honest. Okay, that's it. I don't know how long this episode's going to be. <laughs> Anthony's uh, Anthony's sounding better before. I don't know yeah. what's happening. 45 minutes at least. It's going to be as long as the, the Russian Revolution from beginning in there. We had hopes. There were, there were some hopes there. And then we'll get to that, I guess. Yeah, we will, big man. Yeah, we will. Um, hello to everybody in the live chat. It's so glad to yes. have everybody back. Welcome back, everyone. Credit Paul with this first story here. Uh, He had it. The Senate Finance Committee is demanding answers from Leon Black. Anytime anybody is demanding answers from a Epstein consort, I'm excited about it. Um, There is a $1 billion art collection that Epstein helped Leon Black procure. Um, The committee wants details on $158 million payment to Epstein for an art partnership that he created for uh, Leon Black. And uh, a 16-page letter was sent from U.S. Senator Ron Wyden, chairman of the Senate Finance Committee, to Leon Black late last month. The committee is investigating Black's financial dealings with Epstein, um, and uh, they want some answers as to what is going on and where all this money came from and what it was used for, which is great because, you know, he died and then the Ghislaine thing and we talked all about it but the truth of the matter is is there's a lot more people out there there's still a lot of money out there 
And it's great that this is being fully vetted and investigated. And yeah. let's be honest, like this Leon Black shouldn't be allowed to just go free. It's just not right. Yeah, we got to see because once the the top is taken out, mm-hmm. removed, eliminated, however it happens, the rest, everybody else underneath is kind of exposed. So once Jeffrey Epstein was arrested and and jailed, that kind of lit a fire to get everybody underneath him. And now that he's now that Epstein's gone, there's nobody to take the hits anymore. I feel right. So now right. everybody underneath is going to start getting, uh, you know, the comeuppance, and everybody's just going to start falling. Love it. I, I love that word, comeuppance. That's my favorite. It's a good. It's it's such a. <laughs> it is a weird word. It's a great it's like word. A combination though. of like two or three words. Yeah. Um, we talked about this, though. The $158 million payment that uh, Black made to Epstein for services related to a variety of tax and estate planning matters. In particular, the committee is seeking information on Epstein's participation in structuring trusts and other complex transactions designed to avoid federal gift and estate taxes on as much as $2 billion in wealth that Black has transferred to his children. $2 billion. Mm -hmm. that's no chump change yeah because that's what they do they get into these weird little they buy property they buy art they buy all this shit you know to kind of make it to try and avoid things and make it seem less worse and not not that it's a straight money going and it's shady shit it's all shady shit it's all trying to cover it up where the money come from it's it's like it's a it's a complicated way of laundering it feels like they get all this money and then they have to filter it through things to make it look legit yeah so it sucks they have to they have to un- so the people i guess the government now has to unravel all of that and see what where it all started and that's where we are i'm glad somebody's doing it though that's nice because it's an easy thing to be forgotten you know what i mean yeah it's it's a web but, and it gets overly complicated and to start at the end and work backwards it's probably it can't be that's no that's no easy task, I'm sure. Uh Diane, yay, we're back. Miss Justice and they're back. Ossianie is so very excited. Sarah Holt. Excited to hear from you guys again. Yeah, it's so great to see everybody. Uh don't forget to select all messages if you're watching on YouTube because YouTube hides some messages for some reason. Yeah, it's weird. All messages or like there's another feature. Just make sure it's all messages. Yes. Uh, top messages, I think, is another one. But yeah, all messages, you get them all in order. Um, Paul says, what happens in Florida spreads to Long Island. <laughs> Thanks for it. bringing back whatever that. But you had this before long before you went to Florida. Yeah, I gave it to Florida a little bit, I think. Spread it, it around down. there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, happy Power Ranger Day to you, Frank. I didn't know that. It's Power, it Power Ranger. Ranger Day? Yeah, I guess so. That's according I to Don. it was Don. Merry Power Ranger Day. Is it not Merry? <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know. All right. Happy Power, Not sure. Happy Power Ranger Day to you as well. Uh, we lost the great Bob Barker while we were gone. We did. And Arlene Sorkin. She's a, that, that, she died young. That was not, not cool. It was Arlene was, Sorkin. Uh, she played Harley Quinn in the animated Batman alongside Mark Hamill's Joker. She was also um, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. She was Audrey. You know, the, the the love interest, the woman. She was, uh, let's see, what else was she in? 
So voice person, voice actress? Voice actress, but then she was in that, and, she, uh, you know, Little Shop of Horrors, the movie with, with Rick Moranis. Um, Any relation to Aaron? I don't know. Good question. Not sure of that. That's what she I was do. also co-host of, uh, do you remember back in the day when Dave Coulier hosted America's Funniest People? Oh, vaguely. She was the co-host. It was on like right after America's Funniest Videos, right? It was like when they were right. trying to capitalize. Bob Saget's thing, and then, and then they had like a half hour. Or something. Oh, she was the the, the co-host. Oh, Her that's sad. Dave Coulier. Yeah, it's it's uh, she was young. She was sick though. But... I think Rhoda's trying to tell me that I sound like shit. You're well aware of that, yeah. Yep, we uh, we know, and it's. I'm worried dealing with it. I'm worried that I might sound like this forever. Like, what if that's the thing? Like, what if this is the way it's going to be forever? It's not. I mean, as long as you're not in pain and, and you're not coughing up a lung and you're healthy, if you sound a little raspy from now on, you know, you can deal with that. I don't know. I was always known for my silky smooth. Uh... Hair? <laughs> voice. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, all right. The all last right. thing I thought you were going to say was voice. We've, we've roughly talked about suits a little bit and i told you this all started for me because my parents are like have you watched the suits and i go no and they're like you got to watch the suits it's so good i go i i don't they call it the suits yeah i go i don't want to watch suits yeah they're like no we're into the suits it's so great then i turn on netflix and there's the first thing that's on my netflix is like oh suits. yeah it's like number one on, on netflix it's, it's constantly it's all you see on netflix okay according to nelson streaming Suits has beaten Wednesday, achieving the second highest six-week viewership total ever. So we're talking about like a six-week run. Okay, Wednesday, the Netflix show, was watched for just under 20.3 billion minutes in its first six weeks of availability when it premiered last fall. Suits has exceeded that with just over 20.3 billion minutes between June 19th and July 30th. And this is an old show. This this show ended how long ago? See, I think the whole, th if you're talking conspiracy, can I jump ahead and say I think I know what the conspiracy is? Yes. I think it's whatever Netflix jams down your throat. As soon as you turn Netflix on, it's like, boom. Yeah. It's that's what's going to be watched, and not to mention, I mean, I know people watch Suits. It, you know, it might be a good show, whatever it is. But also, Meghan Markle is in it. People want to see her in it for some, you know, the people who follow that whole thing. Um, but yeah, it's an old show. I don't know how many seasons it is, but Seinfeld is up there. You don't see unless you've watched Seinfeld, and it shows up on your just watched thing or continue watching thread it's not jammed down your throat like i feel like if they put that as the first thing and that was the cover of of netflix as soon as you sign in they probably have the the viewership would be in the billions like that too but you're right you're talking about art like it's not even arguably the greatest sitcom of all time is seinfeld yeah and the amount of people who watch seinfeld also friends was big the office was big on netflix all these well, shows friends is, is friends on Netflix. It was, I think, it, I think it's on HBO now. Yes. It got taken to HBO cause it was a Warner brothers property, but it was on Netflix yeah, right. before Max and HBO and all that stuff kind of started. 
But these were huge shows. You never heard these kinds of numbers. In fact, the only show on Netflix to do better than Suits is Stranger Things, which totaled 27.8 billion minutes watched over a six-week time period when season four debuted last summer. But I can't emphasize this enough. We're talking about a show that is created, produced, and made by Netflix. You know, like they have, there's so much hype behind that show. Right. And it's still running. It's still, they're not done with it. Suits is over. Suits ended a while ago. Exactly. It's still running. It's big. It's their own property. Like behind, like since House of Cards has subsided, like Stranger Things has become Netflix's thing. Yeah. it's So obviously they want to push that. So I get that being there but you're talking about a usa network show you know what they should need to do they need to get they need to buy the rights to alf and and jam that down everybody's throat and see just to test the conspiracy theory just to see all right that's not bad uh, let's take a bad alf was arguably really good i thought let's take a bad show and put it up there and see if it gets jammed down everybody's throat and beats the records because I mean, I don't know if Suits is good or bad, but the conspiracy theory is is telling us, right, that it's seeing these numbers because they're literally, it's the first thing you see as soon as you open up Netflix. Well, I think that's half of the conspiracy because okay. I think we've had other shows in that prime spot, like the first thing you see, but haven't done these numbers. So that's what's missing here, what I can't put my finger on because it can't be that good of a show. And not that I don't love my parents, but the big show that they were watching before the suits was some cowboy uh, romance show that was produced in Canada. They're like, you got to see the show. It's so good. So I go, all right, put it on. They what put it on. I don't know. It was some, what's this? Uh, what's the Canada? CBC? I think it was the CBC. It was all about this ranch and this fan. It was terrible. Not it was Yellowstone. Just, it was all, no, it was not Yellowstone. No, I don't know what the name of it was. It was right. awful. But they loved that show. That's not a critique of my parents. There's plenty of shows that I watch that are just shitty and terrible. And I'm like, just so into it. I'm like, oh, this is great. Like Ballers. What a bad show. But I, I like that show. Ballers was I, great for everybody who couldn't get over Entourage being finished. You're like, fuck it. We'll just watch Ballers. Entourage. I, I couldn't get into that show. Oh, oh Entourage. I love it. Entourage I sucked. I'm watching it again. You know what's weird about Entourage? The amount of stuff that Entourage predicted, it's kind of ridiculous. What do you mean? Like in Entourage, the first big movie that Vince gets is Aquaman. There's been okay. two Aquamans and he's been in all the other movies, right? But this was... This was when Spider-Man was a hit. This was pre, I don't even know if if the Batman's, Christopher Nolan Batman's had come out yet. Yeah, but what what is that? They predicted what? That Aquaman came out? That Aquaman would be a movie. This was, and this was definitely pre-Iron Man. That's easy though. That's Aquaman. Yeah, you could, you know, I, I predict that. I don't you think know, so. I'll make a prediction right now. You pick any superhero. They, I mean. No, but I mean, it was kind of like this far-fetched thing that this kid would get this role as Aquaman. And now Aquaman is a movie. Okay. Also, or Vince. Maybe, yeah, they, go ahead. Vince gets a, gets a role playing 
uh, Ferrari. Was it Enzo Ferrari? I think is his name. I don't know. Adam Driver. They just wrapped up the thing. It's going to be his next movie. He plays Enzo Ferrari in a movie. You know, it's well, kind of weird. He predict, did they predict it or did it come from that? What do you mean? Like, did the idea for that come from Entourage? Entourage. I mean, I don't know, but that's the point. Entourage, what everything that a lot of the things that were done in Entourage have become reality. In real, you know, make it a good show. I mean, Simpsons <laughs> predicts a lot of things, and it's a great show. But Entourage, yeah, I'm gonna predict some stuff, but it's still, still garbage. See, the difference is, see, I know why. I think I know why you like that show. It's it has all the uh, sociopaths of like a Sopranos and like a Godfather and all this stuff, but but it's, there's no mob. There's no. It's just a just a bunch of people that are full of themselves walking around Hollywood. You know, is that am I am I hitting the mark there? No, I no, I don't think so. Aren't I'll, they all like you know? Because I I tried to get into it and I'm like these people are insufferable. All the people on that show are just. I don't know. I couldn't take it. I just couldn't watch it. I don't know if sociopaths is the right word. Maybe not sociopath, but um, narcissist. Narcissist. Thank you. That's the better word. Yes. Yeah. Sociopath is. Yeah. No. No. I don't, I'll say what I like about that show. I always like behind the scenes Hollywood stuff. I, I always love that. Like I, my, the thing I really, if any, if you give me anything of Hollywood in the 1930s and 40s, uh, we'll yeah. fucking watch it. I'm. I'm in. Yeah, that, that sounds it. fine to me. It's just these the characters in that show. I just couldn't get. But I but I also do love the camaraderie. Kevin Connelly, I can't I can't watch Kevin Connelly. Oh, I love Kevin Connelly. For more than thirty seconds. So I, can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the camaraderie of all the guys. That always reminded me of like our little our little pal. That's probably group. why I couldn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I so Raven says the ranch was that was that the, the show. It, Raven, bless your heart. It might have been the ranch. Was that might Sam have been Elliott. It. No. No, it wasn't Sam. I'm telling you, there was not a known actor in this show. It was like <laughs> the horses were dying, and then they were rescuing horses from the river that were. I mean, it was just fucking awful. I never rooted for a horse to die, but like 23 minutes in, I'm like, I hope this fucking horse dies. I can't fucking stand it. (laughs) And then they were they're transferring the horses the wrong way, so they're showing up sick, and all the family's concerned, and they're talking about it. And I'm just like, I don't know. This is this. There's not even a fucking. This is what they do in Canada. Like they're just like, let's not have a plot. Let's just have all the horses come around. They get a little sick, then we fix them, and everybody's happy. Like that's the whole. I didn't think there were any horse ranches in Canada. I got to be honest. I thought oh, yeah. it was all reindeer and penguins or whatever. The fuck. <laughs> no, Calgary, you go west in Canada. It is cowboy country over there. There's no penguins in Canada. I know that. <coughs> There's some you penguins, know. I think. Are there penguins? I thought penguins were a south. Uh, Maybe a, the moose ate them all. I don't know. I'm not oh, sure. Polar bears, moose, meese. Yeah, moose I don't and, know. But that's moose and <laughs> Going back to the the conspiracy is other shows have been in that spot and haven't blown up this much. There has to be something there. And I and you made a good point about Meghan Markle. I still don't even think that's enough. I still I don't even know how much she's in it, but she is. Maybe that's the thing. Part of me. When, when were these numbers for June or July or something? 
Yeah, June 19th to July 30th. Yeah. Six I mean, weeks, 20.3 billion minutes. It's a lot. I mean, it could have been it could have been the Meghan Markle stuff because wasn't wasn't there a lot of hubbub around her their podcast or something at that time? Beginning of the summer. No, I think our podcast was already done. Yeah, I don't know. I have no concept of time anymore. Yeah, I know, right? Isn't it just hard to hold on to that shit, I can't isn't believe it? It's all, my wife pointed out July freaking crawled and August is almost over and I can't, it's, it just fucking flew. My kids were teasing me today. They're like, what are you doing for your anniversary? And I go, that is a ways away. We don't have to worry about that. And then I looked and I realized, oh no, it's two days away. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was, there's some, I don't, I don't know what happened with August of getting sick and vacation and whatever. But it felt like we went from August 6th to August 28th. Like we just, the whole thing just got skipped. Yeah. And maybe because we weren't doing a podcast. I don't, I don't really know. But, but here's Was my it Heartland. Fuck, it might have been Heartland. Says Wicket01 from Canada. All right, I got to look this up now. <laughs> okay. I might have to Rhoda call says my... it's definitely Heartland because it's like a Hallmark movie. Show Hallmark show movie. No, it it, it was it, it, Laura yes. saying Heartland. A lot of it's people say Heartland. Heartland. It's Heartland. Nailed it. All right, now now we all got to watch Heartland. Let's all watch Heartland and make it the number one freaking thing. I think it was Heartland. I don't know. These people don't look. I don't know. It doesn't look right to me now, but maybe you don't recognize any of the characters. Yeah. <sighs> You're gonna have to watch it, dude. Oh shit! Hold on, God damn it! No, you're not gonna watch it now, are you? No, I'm not gonna watch it now. Call, call my mom. She's not gonna remember what it is. I know it's not. Ma, what? What are you doing? Why is all that noise? Oh no, we're watching TV. Oh okay. How you feeling? I feel okay. I'm on the podcast, so don't don't be racist like you usually are, okay? Why? Well, because we don't want people to know how racist you are. Anthony, stop. <laughs> I'm not racist. <laughs> Quick question. Do you remember that show on Netflix that you guys used to love and watch all the time about the horses and the ranch? Yeah, Heartland. Well, Heartland. Ah, okay, so it, it is, is Heartland. Heartland. Okay. I couldn't remember what it was. That's all I needed to know. All right. Good night. Thank you. I love you. Bye. All right. I love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, I felt mom. so bad. My mother's been calling me every five minutes because I don't feel good. And she calls the other night and Cece had just spilled soup on her. We got Chinese takeout. So we, you know how hot soup is. Oh, no. Oh, is she right? spilled. She was screaming. She had like burn oh. mark. She's like screaming. And I was like, how you feeling? She's like on FaceTime. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, Cece, just burn herself. She's like, are you okay? What's wrong? I'm like, Cece's like screaming. You like, got to say things three three or four times before they sink in. Bless their heart, though. I, I yeah, love Oh, them. they're wonderful people. Yeah, great. Uh, the heartland. Right? What? Is she okay? Yeah, she's okay. We got to put some cream on her and everything. I think she's doing uh, all right now. That, yeah. That soup. Whenever I eat. Chinese food, I you know sometimes most of the time, ninety percent of the time, I get wonton soup, and I started eating it with a fork. Now I used to eat it with a spoon, but now I eat it with a fork. Because, Why? Because when I out of the container, I hold the container and I eat. I, I pick up the want the big giant noodle, and if if I take a bite out of it, because you can't eat the whole noodle in one shot, right? You have, take, you have to bite it in half or whatever. 
So once I bite it and it falls, if it falls off the spoon and splashes into the soup and then soaks, you know, it splashes into my face and burns the shit out of me. So now I eat it with a fork. I eat the noodles out of the, out of the soup with a fork and I drink the soup. That's the only way I can do it without splashing my face. You're, you're, you're practically a savage. I love drinking the soup out of the container though. Oh, absolutely. That's, I feel like a chef when I do that. You know, when you watch a chef show or anything, they have yeah. those soup containers of water for yep. some reason. They don't have They're just drinking like water out of Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, actually, my wife and I are fighting because I was going to sue the Chinese place, but my wife put a bomb on CC. And it just. I told you to put the bomb on. That's <laughs> healed up right away. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. So. All right. Glad she's doing all right. That, that can be. That could be rough. Yeah, that, that soup is boiling. But my theory is, because mm. we don't really know. I mean, I know Nielsen tracks these things, but I think that Netflix is just floating these little stories out there. Because I think prior to June, Netflix is going and putting little things out in the media and stuff like where well, the suits is really taking off. Like I think they're creating their own bullshit. That could be. They could be spreading some buzz, you know. Try. And it's creating this artificial buzz that's taken off. I mean, how would you know that? Like, what, I could see news outlets and, and articles saying, like, oh, this and that. But is it coming from Netflix? Or, like, could that be? Are, are the articles coming out before the uh, shows take off? You know, like, if they pick some no-name show... And they go, oh, this uh, this blah 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 show is taking off, and then it's nowhere, and then all of a sudden it's there. It's like, you know, what I, I think mean? I think like you know, like how influencers are used for like clothing and video games. I think they're like they get a couple of people to talk about it, to tweet about it. But suits? Who's talking about suits? I just think they're like, I think we could take this show and make it a fucking thing, and they did. It's like it's fucking like the Eddie Murphy movie. <laughs> With what's his name? Where they bet a dollar if they could dig? What's that movie? Oh, trading places. It's trading places. They're like, can we, you think we can make suits a thing? And some executive probably bet some other asshole a dollar. And now I'm stuck behind Suits World. That's weird. Look at Robin. Look at Robin's comment. Two CEOs have a bet. See? Wow. It's fucking trading places all over again. And what's worse be. is we don't have a naked what's her name to fucking make it all worthwhile. Yeah. What's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. <sighs> Oscar winner. Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis has had a solid body for her entire oh, yeah. life. That is true. That is the truth. Right? Yes. Um, I had... Uh, who, who was the guy? Remember he played the doctor in the Hamptons? Oh, shit, I don't know. What, in Seinfeld? Uh, no, on the USA Network. There was a show. Oh, uh, um, Nip Talk or something? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't Nip Talk. Uh, let me see. Hampton's Doctor Show. I got to look this up. Anyway, well, the guy. What is it? Thank you, beautiful. Royal Pains. Oh. Okay. I had the guy on Royal Pains on. Okay. And uh, he told me. You would know his name if I said it. Mark Feuerstein. Nope. He's been in like some stuff. 
You you've yeah, I'll show you a picture. You'd know if you see the picture. Yeah, okay. No, I know I know that guy. He's done sure. bit parts in a lot of things. Right. He was telling me when they were doing Royal Pains, which preceded suits, but I believe they were on at the same time. Because Royal Pains went to twenty sixteen. Right. I would guess Suits was on during that time. He told me that USA Network was the Blue Sky Network. And I go, what the fuck does that mean? He goes, if you haven't noticed, every show on the USA Network, it's always blue skies. It's always very sunny. Nothing is ever dark or grim or scary or creepy. Everything always works out in the end. Like, it's always okay. like... There's a lot of networks like that, I feel. That's That was their angle. Whatever it was, that was their angle. Sure. And that's what they were going for. But like, I never really put that together until he said it to me. Right. And I was like, oh, this is just easily digestible stuff. Right. Like, think about how complicated The Sopranos or, you know, um, Mad Men. All this stuff is like, there's, they deal with dark issues and it's not easy to understand what's happening and there's subplots yeah. and all that it's filled with angst and and worry and, and tension this is very yeah i, I get what you mean There's you gotta think about it. all this stuff is just so like on the surface and mm -hmm. easily digestible and you know so i think that's also part of it i think they just take shit and like here you go but i, I suits one of those things it's a I, it's a blue sky kind of show i think it was after they kind of got over there blue skyness but it's still kind of the same thing where everybody's gorgeous and you know or, you know well that's most shows they always you know they're going to you're going to have attractive people as the leads for most shows no true but there's something to but there's something to be said where the sopranos disrupted all of that and then everything started to want to be the tried to be the sopranos and then you have suits which was just like no everybody will be beautiful you know, plots will be easy. There's no surprises, yeah. you know. But I didn't think Suits was a big deal when it was out. Like, uh, Sopranos was a big deal while it was on. Right. And even to and today. But Suits, I feel like its height of popularity is now for some reason. And it doesn't make sense. It, it there's doesn't. has to be something artificially pushing this, and I refuse to accept anything else. That's a possibility. I'm not, you know, I'm not discounting that. That I'm sure there's some. I don't know why it's the. Here's your suits. As soon as you sign into, to Netflix, it's like every. That's the first one of the first things you see. It's always trending or what you know popular okay. shows. Let me ask you, because I did have a moment where I was like, should I put this on to see what the hype, the hype is about? I did have for a split second, less than a minute. I had that like weakness of like. Maybe. And I don't know if, because here's the thing, because I've been sick. So every minute I've been away on vacation, but every minute I've been home, I've been just burning through Netflix and, and Hulu and all this stuff. So I did have like, I was seeking something. Right. I don't know if I would have been doing that if I wasn't sick, but I did have a moment of weakness. Have you had that moment of like, should I see what everybody's fucking? I've, well, only because it's right in my face. I go, should I watch? Eh. We haven't watched a second of it, though. We haven't seen it. Yeah, neither I watched. I. Uh, I can't say I haven't watched that because I, you know, when on Netflix, when you hover over it, it plays a little bit. Yeah, like it plays a scene from one of the episodes. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that, and I've watched that whole scene, and it's, I'm like, all right. It's Do you like fine. that? I don't like. Hmm, I like it 
sometimes I mute it most of the time because I'm like, cause I'm, if I'm flipping around looking for something to watch, and I act, you know, and I hover on it for too long, it starts playing it. I'm like, no, no, I don't want to keep hearing the beginnings of shows. Yeah. So I, I mute it as I'm scrolling through. Yeah, me too. I, sometimes I like it. Sometimes I absolutely hate it. Yeah. I can't stand it. There's um, Amazon has a thing where like if you go on one of their shows, then it becomes like a bigger square. It's not even a video. And so it's yeah. like, then you got to like, click, 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 click. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. Like, what are you doing? You have to flip. That's encouraging. Maybe that that's a, I think that's probably a, a ploy as well. It's encouraging you to flip through faster or choose a show. Yeah. It's, it, it doesn't let you linger. It wants you to see all the, all of its options. Yeah. Well, maybe that's and that, it's a marketing thing. Maybe another marketing thing that Netflix does is they change the thumbnails on their, on their movies constantly. So like really? you used to get just the just a movie poster or the cover of the DVD that mm. used to be the thing. Now it's like oh yeah, now it's like different characters from the show or yeah characters or scenes. And I'll I notice that too. With that. I, like after I watch it. something, they'll give you a different character. But it's like they're trying to trick you back into watching this, the. Well, if you worked, if you ran a thing, and you know, like that, you'd want to watch, make people watch your your shows more. What, yeah, that's I. You know. You're already in Netflix. It's not you know you're there. They want you to be to like what you what you're choosing, what you're looking through. I, I get that. That's not. I feel like that's standard operating procedure. I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, COVID returning. Yeah. Different didn't want strand. to put this. I didn't want to put this on this episode because <laughs> we already got whacked with the warnings and everything. I looked on YouTube and everything. You know. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, well, that's fine. I mean, yeah. I don't mind that that thing that shows up that says, "Oh, if you want more information on COVID, click here." I don't care. That's fine. So I don't know what to think of all of this because, well, here's just a little bit of from Ant's point of view. I've taken three COVID tests in the last three weeks, and I've passed all of them. You know, because when I, I first started not feeling good, I took a home test, mm. and then when I went to the doctor for the first time, they gave me one. And then I went to the doctor again recently, and I'll, we'll get more into all this. Um, but they're saying there's a strand on the rise. Yes. But here's what I'm noticing. And I put this in the episode because uh, President Biden is in Lake Tahoe. I believe he's a guest of Michael Corleone. He's staying wow. overnight as a guest of the Corleones. Um, but he's in Tahoe, and... The reporters asked him about it, and he said that he asked Congress for some money for a new vaccine, which I don't think is typically a big deal because we've had like 17 of them since we had the first one, right? There's been all these boosters and stuff. So all that's being funded and still going on, and it's not in the news because nobody gives a shit. So I can't tell, Frank, if that's this what's happening it, it is a new vaccine for the new strand so it's slightly different but i can't tell if that's it or because there's also right-wing twitter or x mm. i don't know what we're calling it but twitter. they are pumping this thing out that they're going to be closing schools soon and it's going to come that's, up during the election year again. Fear mongering. That's and, what it is. That's yeah, what the, and you you I'm wait sorry, and see. They're going to do this, and they're do, that's now, what the right wing does. We're not going to. Why why would we take the sides of the scientists and the doctors? They never do. Tell, give me one example. If you can give me one example where the right 
takes the side of science and agrees with science and doctors, I, I can't find one. I can't with, uh, you know, abortion, with uh, COVID or any vaccines, anything like that, uh, climate change. They don't, they see, I don't know why they, they don't listen to scientists like ever, but, the, you know, they have every, every other they, I, I don't know what it is, but they just they don't they listen to they hear what science says and they go, ah, fuck you, I'll believe what I want to believe. It's like, all right, I don't know what the fuck you want, you know. Why but, do we have scientists if you're not going to listen to them? But, but there's this idea that this is going to be there. A lot of the right wing people, I could give you the names on Twitter because I only follow. Actually, I don't even follow them. They just keep showing up on my feed ever since. Yep. What's his name bought the thing? But they're like, well, you wait and see. Like, here it comes. Like, this is going to be... They're they're making it seem like it's going to be a big part of the election next year. And I was, yeah. I was calling bullshit up until... And I, I feel like I'm still calling bullshit. But the fact that uh, Biden did ask Congress for money to do this, I'm kind of like, oh, is this really going to be happening? Now, let me just say this, too. He asked for $40 million, which is $6 to the rest of I mean, you know, when you're asking Congress for money, $40 million is nothing. Yeah, it's push. You want a vaccine to go out there. I mean, whenever something pops up, they go for, they try to get a vaccine for it. What's the, I don't understand what, I do not understand what the big problem some people have with trying to get medicine to people. Yeah, I listen. I still, even if they made it in the strand or whatever, I still don't think that they would make anything mandatory ever again. I just think it would be a nightmare. And if they did, if if the right, what they're saying is correct about oh, it's about the election and all this stuff, it would only even if they said nothing. If if the right said nothing about this and let's say Biden and everybody, they, all this COVID stuff popped up again and they started closing stuff, then they could just go out there and, and fuel up their base and say, see, this is going to be a, a huge thing. They don't have to shit on it so soon. Like even if they want, if their goal is to shit on everything that the left does, which is their, seems to be their goal. Um, it, it just seems premature and we're not even near we're over a year away from the election so you know we're a whole we're, this winter's coming up if if the vaccine or covid springs up again by the time next summer rolls around nobody's gonna you know this isn't gonna affect the election i think robin's got it just another scam from big toilet paper industry it's true that's it could be they gotta get themselves back up to where they were you know what i'm saying big tp Oh, those were the good old days when they were selling out like crazy. Couldn't spare a square in those days. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. I, honestly, even even if we, even if everybody agreed right and left that we needed mandates and all this stuff, I still don't think they would do it because I think a mandate or anything like that is a death sentence for your party going into an election. I just probably, don't. which I don't get. I don't understand people's defiance of a health mandate 
Well, America. Like, no, we, we don't care if we're sick. It's like, okay, all right, then go get sick. Uh, what do you want me to tell you? Can I ask you a question, though? No. Not just, I don't know if this is just me because I'm sick, but I feel like I have never interacted or heard from more people being sick in the summer ever than I have for this summer. I'm not saying this is COVID related or whatever, because I don't have COVID, but I feel like I have never heard of more people being sick ever before than I have this summer in particular. And I feel like we've talked about this last summer because everybody was like, nobody was getting flu shots because it was COVID and all this stuff. And so now it's catching up. And that was last summer. But this summer, I feel like everybody, I know somebody who well, knows somebody who's sick for sure. Well, if that's true, it's probably my my estimation would be that uh, the height of it was last summer. And it's going to gradually taper off that amount of sick people. You know, if what you're saying is true in terms of, it was COVID. Nobody got the flu shot. All this stuff. Then the height of it was probably last summer, and it's going to fade out and taper off each summer to summer. That's pro if what you're saying is true. I feel like I it's it's more this summer than it was last summer, but I don't know. Oh, whatever it is, I feel like it'll taper off. Um. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. But I don't think uh... I don't understand everybody's. If, if this wasn't in the news, or if it was. If everybody in the news was like, "Yeah, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be bad," and let's 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 uh, do whatever we can to stop it, then would everybody else go, "Yeah, maybe we should do whatever we can to stop it"? Or is is it the news leading the people, or is it the people leading the news? Yeah, that's kind of what it is because uh, it's Brian Crescenstein. All right, Crescenstein, he's a big one, and there's another guy too, who I just I like every time I open Twitter, it's something of like you watch and see, like it's gonna be a, it's coming back, it's gonna be a thing. They're gonna be shutdowns again and all this stuff. And I'm just like I, well, I just don't see again. Even if we kind of Colin Rugg, Rug R U G G, mm -hmm. he's another one of these guys that just only tells you a little part of the story. But anyway, I don't know. I don't think it's real again. I was ignoring it up until Biden said he was okaying a little. It's a little nugget, but it's still worth mentioning. I felt. Yeah, why? I feel like why not? If he did nothing, then people would be like, "Oh, it's, it's coming back, and he's doing nothing." You know, so he's got to act on these things. You know, a million Americans died, not to mention the millions around the world over over a couple of year period. You know, it, this it's not nothing. You know, why wouldn't you want to be prepared for it? I don't understand. Why everybody's so against being prepared for uh, a fucking disease? What is that? Why is that such a controversial issue? Just because everybody wants to be done with it. They don't want to go through yeah, it all again. I get that. But if you want to be done with it, you follow the rules and we'll be done with it. You know, get, do, do what you got to do to not get it. Go through the procedures. Wear a fucking thing, a mask, or get a shot, and we're done. And we don't have to think about it anymore. But no, everybody's like, oh, fuck that. I'm not wearing a mask. And they bring it home. And uh, it's, a, I don't know. Uh, two months ago, no, it's okay. Two months ago, Yevgeny Prigozhin, the Wagner mercenary general, uh, mounted what lasted literally a day. Uh, but everybody thought that this would be the thing that could possibly take down Vladimir Putin. Um, then, bizarrely, Putin, he was marching on Moscow. Remember, Moscow was getting ready with all the tanks and everything. Then the two of them supposedly spoke and he agreed to back down. 
They were going to send him off to Belarus where he would be housed over there. And then last Wednesday, when we were away on vacation, plane crashes over there, 10 bodies recovered. It has been triple, quadruple confirmed that Evgeny Prigozhin was one of the guys who was on this plane that just so happened to crash. Yeah, I, I buy that. Like he wasn't taken out. I mean, this is the most, this is the worst. Like this isn't even a cover up. Like yeah, this is just blatant. I mean, when this is all over, I can't. I, I, there's gotta be. I don't want to say repercussions, but like, you know, for war. I, isn't there talks of like bringing Putin up on war crimes and all this stuff? And I feel like there's there's something to that, like where the UN is gonna penalize or, or bring him to task. I, I don't know what it is, but I thought that there were talks about you know, charging him with war crimes. I mean, there should be, you know, I can't, he's not, a, he's not a straightforward guy, you know, that's, I mean, that's true. I'm sorry. Um, a, a preliminary U S intelligence assessment concluded that an intentional explosion caused the plane to go down. Uh -huh. Um, so, you know, obviously who else would want to see this guy go, but Vladimir Putin, I would imagine so. It's yeah. confirmed he was on the plane. Oh yeah. Well, it was it was confirmed. They figured it out, and now like the story from today was Russian authorities confirmed that it was him on the plane. So it's like even they're like, yeah, it was him. Yeah, we got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. We got him. <laughs> we got him. I mean, it was him. He, he was on the plane. What a tragedy. Yeah. What a triumph. I mean, what a tragedy. Yeah. Uh this thing's got to end soon. I, I I don't know when it's going to end, but it's got to end with Russia losing, and because if they win, it's it's a problem. That's why that's why we're so invested in this thing. I just i I was watching JFK mm. in the movie. Heard of it? And so they came out with a we've updated the JFK movie documentary. So I was watching that from Oliver Stone. Um, and, you know, there's so much to, they, they really kind of dug into the fact that um, Dulles and the CIA and all these guys were fucking with, uh, with um, Kennedy uh -huh. and the Bay of Pigs and all this stuff. And they were always feeding him false information. And he was really mad and he wanted to kind of like, redo the cia and all this kind of jazz and all this stuff well a lot of the documents that came out after the movie kind of really explored this whole thing and the military industrial complex and all that kind of stuff you know and it's so true like if you look at it over the course of history even though we've had for the most part since world war ii what i would consider world peace you know you don't have nations lining up against each other you know axis of evil and all you know we don't have any of that anymore but there's always been... this the, we just talked about the russia versus ukraine I mean, that's not a world war oh not a world war no yeah i'm saying we've had world peace but that's my point we've had world peace since world war ii but we've always had these little wars and battles and conflicts and this and that yeah, a lot of big wars during since and there's always sort of a reason to send some tanks and Sells, you know, like there's always a reason for us to, like, you look at how much we spend on tanks and guns and ammunition and 
what all this. You, what what's the point? What's your point? So my point is, is that sorry, I didn't mean to rush you. No, I uh, no, I love that you did it. The point is, is that I don't think this Ukraine Russia thing is ever gonna. It's it, we see. It seems like a really comfy war. You know, like it seems like we've worn out our stay in the Middle East. And everybody was so sick and tired of Afghanistan that we literally just left millions of dollars worth of shit there and just got out of it. But now we have this Ukraine-Russian thing and it's kind of like, okay, everybody seems pretty okay. Like with us just constantly just feeding money into this machine, you know, and sending this and sending that. And it's like, we really, we can't end this any sooner. We can't figure this out. What do you mean by we? Uh, not just the United States, England. Uh, you know the well, what that, you, it's well, very it's very touchy. I mean, once another country enters the the fray, I know it becomes it becomes a huge war, a bigger war than it is, and then Russia attacks that. Like let's say England, you know, attacks Russia. Now Russia's going to attack England. And it becomes this huge thing. Now who's going to come to England's defense? And it just be, it spreads to a world war. That's why. Right now, it's trying. It's contained to two countries going after each other. One is in de- Ukraine is defending itself against Russia's advances, and you know where I think the Ukraine they're just trying to defend their land, and that's that. I mean, it's very cut and dry, I think, but it's it's also one of these you don't want to put your troops in the mix because then it opens you up to. You know, well, they got to defend themselves against this country and that country. So it becomes a, a web of, it becomes a world war if you start involving other countries. I don't disagree with you. So we're trying to, you know, trying to steer clear of that. I don't disagree with you. Uh, you're right. It is a delicate thing. On the other hand, how much do you think we've given the Ukraine since this all started? Oh, tons. Yeah, I don't know. What are the billions? A couple billion? Couple billion? Yeah, what was it? Seventy five billion dollars. Seventy five billion dollars. That's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. I kinda wanna see something for that at this point. Like again, last year and it all started and they need tanks and they need defense and I'm all for it. I kinda thought that Russia would roll right through Ukraine, but Ukraine's been fighting off Russia. They've been taking back some some areas, and it's not you know it's not going to happen overnight, which is great, which but, is great. But, you know, Ukraine's not, you know, and I don't want to say anything out of school here. You tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like you might yeah. tell me I am, but we poured seventy five billion dollars into this. My uncle, Uncle Jamie, went there, did a whole fucking art show for like three weeks. Never had any issues. It's fucking eating Ukraine McDonald's and all this shit. And it just like, is there how much do they need 75 billion to stop sure the whole? Well, okay. I don't if even know what this war, war is anymore at this well, point. It's happening in, it's not happening in every single, you know, city in the country. I, so they're fighting over some dirt patch, you know, in the corner of the country that nobody probably gives a shit about. And this is costing no, us $75 the, billion. Dollars. The capital, the this, that they're fighting over cities. But, you know, your uncle probably went to places where the war isn't raging. It's a huge, it's a huge place. You know, the, the, you got the picture. If the war was happening here in if the war was happening in New Mexico, would we be, 
you know, people would still come in and out of New York and it would probably, you know what I mean? Sure. It's, it's a huge, it's a huge place. So it's not, you know, it's not the entire country has, you know, is, is shooting at Russians. It's uh, wherever the Russians are, it's probably, you know, there's a line, there's a front line and I'm sure it's, you know, it was far away from where they were. Well, listen, 75 billion is starting to get, we're getting to the point where I'm kind of like, hmm, okay, something, something's going to happen here because, you know, here's the thing on the other hand too. I don't know if you'd know about this, but, and this is a really Republican thing to say. Uh, so. Oh God, here we go. But you look at like, you look at what's happening in New York city and mayor Adams is like, he's asking, he needs money to house the amount of migrants that have moved into this. Like yeah. the cities, they're running out of money. They're running out of options and money. He's, yeah. he's asked the federal government for help. Like all this kinds of crazy shit's going on. You look at inflation and the amount of stuff. I go, how much do you think a cup of noodle soup is? I don't know. Like 99 cents. It was like okay. 99 cents forever. It, it's like $1.99 now. Like even salty noodles, over salted noodles that you put yeah. hot water in, you have to use your own hot water is gone. Like it's crazy. And everybody's paying all this money and everything. And it's like, I I just don't know what we're doing anymore with this stuff. Like everybody, like, Think of the outcry to stop the Afghan war. Everybody was on the same, at the end of it, everybody was on the same page of just get out already. Mm -hmm. Even the people that wanted to criticize Biden for how we do it were still like, whatever, we're out of it, right? We're, we we got out of that just to fucking get into this. I mean, this well, we're is, not we could be this. talking about this five years from now. We're not fighting this war. We're just, Paying for it, one side, yeah. We're fucking paying for it. And listen, I'm not, I'm not naive, Frank. I understand that you do have to spend X amount of money on international diplomacy to keep everything, because you don't want China and Russia getting together and it getting out of control. And like you said, turning, you don't want that. So yeah, I'm okay with allotted for this stuff. It's yeah. not like we're, we're just, you know, I feel like for the past how many 30, 40, 50 years. We've been spending money outside of our country to either on wars or, or diplomacy, whatever it is. This is money that's gonna it's gonna go somewhere. We're 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 um, what's the word for what we're doing to, to Russia um, when we punish them economically? Uh, sanctions, sanctioning Russia, you know. So money is going back and forth in different ways, and yeah, we're giving a lot of money to to Ukraine, but it's to hold russia at bay if russia gets you takes over ukraine it, it'd be a nightmare you know it would they would you think they'd stop there you think they, they're going to stop it you know who knows all of a sudden i know well get this huge chunk of, of europe initially i thought that but now seeing as how much they can't even take over this little country i wouldn't be so concerned maybe but i just wouldn't be so concerned ukraine isn't a little country <clears throat> And I can't help but think that this isn't just part of our military industrial complex. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You know, maybe. like, let's not win it. Let's just keep pumping money into it. And our companies who make the tanks and the bullets and they'll make money and our army will make money. They're training people. We'll be happy. You know, all this kind of shit that has just been going on since the dawn of time. Oh, believe me, if we could end... 
I wish we could stop all all the war and stop funding. You know, we could take some funding away from military. You know, but we're gonna have to keep. You know, our military. Everybody wants a strong military. Got to keep America's military strong. I get that. But yeah, you're right. It could be. I don't think we because we're not. We're giving money to the Ukraine, and I'm. You know, we're not sending troops over there. That's an important thing. To that's a big distinction. It but, is. Yeah, I mean. And we said we're gonna. This is an ally, and we're gonna defend them until it's over. We can't, all, and then go all of a sudden go. Nah, you know what? We decided we're not gonna defend you anymore. Get fucked. It is, but again, this is the this this gave rise to the Trumpsters, which is, and, then, and by the way, Trump is not the first person. You go back to the the world wars themselves and the isolationists. That this was a thing back then of like, let's not worry about the rest of the world. Let's just take care of our own shit. So he's not the one who started this, but that rise of this sort of feeling again that Trump rode the wave of was exactly this of like, let's not oh, yeah. spend so I much know. money in the Middle East. Let's bring that money and fix our own problems. But he didn't and it's do like any of that. now now it's not the Middle East. It's Ukraine. Yeah, but he didn't pull out of the Middle East. Number one. I'm not talking about I'm not I'm just talking about the sentiment of we we need to spend our money here fixing our problems here first which we're which we're actually doing biden passed the biggest infrastructure bill in the history of the country that was that was huge so there's that then there's he's trying to give everybody the, the what's it called uh to compare oh don't even trump. get me started on the college the fucking no, no no to compare trump was doing trickle down let's give tax breaks to the fucking billionaires mm-hmm yeah, that, how how much did that work? Did that do anything? No, didn't do anything. The billionaires just kept the money, and that was it. So uh, Biden, you know, child tax credits, all this stuff that, it, that he's trying to give back to us. Yeah, it was a little, but whatever. You know, it's not. I'm not saying it's perfect, but at least he's trying to not. He's trying to tax the wealthy, four hundred thousand income plus. Is getting taxed you know ours didn't go up taxes so the people that want to stop the college loan forgiveness thing drive me fucking crazy uh bird well, yeah. what is that about no, it drives thing. Me crazy. i can't we can't even talk about it. i can't i'll fucking die it's of fucking enraging no we can't save college kids money because i had to pay i had to pay yeah. for college yeah. Yeah, we're not talking about you you asshole because the fuck you think the college kids are going to spend it on but shit that they're going to buy that's going to just help the economy to begin with yeah. um we didn't get into world war ii until pearl harbor which was, again, to just to further illustrate my point, we were so isolationist at the time that they felt like the only way we could do it is if that's that theory of we knew it was coming and we let them attack us anyway because there would be no other way to change the feeling of the country to get involved in something that we wanted no no fucking part in. Uh, but, but by the way, and this is. This is something that we've been struggling with since before we even became a country. Because if you remember, when we fought England to become independent, France helped us. And then five years after that, France needed help because France was fighting Britain. And we decided to stay the fuck out of it because yeah. we felt like we couldn't get involved because we'd be dragged into the whole thing. So we've been fighting this international thing since the beginning of our time. So it's nothing new, but... Now, in, in the in the chat, Christine says, what about our veterans? The Department of Veteran Affairs has suffered, and we have vets living under bridges. I get that. Now, we, um, 
tried over the last couple of years with Biden in office and with Democrats trying to put through stuff. Uh, we tried to put through benefits for veterans and the Democrats all voted. 100% of Democrats voted yay and 174 Republicans voted it down. No, so no, no benefits for the uh, for the veterans there. Well, the Republicans voted it down. Didn't Trump Low do cost a of insulin? Huh? I'm sorry, God, you can keep going. But didn't Trump do a um, a veteran? Uh, didn't he do something that that redid the VA hospitals? I think. What do you? I thought mean, he passed something for the VA hospitals. I could be wrong. Go I don't ahead, know about Frank. that. Go ahead. But lowering cost of insulin, the Republicans. Vote, uh, the Democrats all voted unanimously to lower the cost of insulin. Republicans all voted it down with the exception of 12 people. Oil and gas price gouging at the at the pumps. Uh, Democrats all voted, well, with the exception of four people. 217 Democrats voted yes. Unanimous Republican voting said no. They said no. Voted that down. 20, when we had the formula, baby formula shortage, 100%, 200 uh, of the Democrats voted yes, a couple of independents, whatever it was. Uh, but 219 d Democrats voted yes, 192 Republicans voted no. Why would they vote against this stuff? I don't want to say anything. You think they want to see Republic, the problems fixed? No, they want to see problems so they can go, hey, look at all those problems. I don't see the Democrats fixing it. They because they're voting it down. The Republicans are voting it down, and I'm sorry, but that's what's happening. You could say, "Oh, look, Frank is a Democrat." You know, uh, what's it called? Uh, liberal pussy. Liberal pussy, right? But the facts are, Republicans are stopping progress because they want to see this administration fail, and that's just the bottom line of it. So, when you talk about, "Oh, we we need to take care of ourselves first, yeah, we're trying to do that. But when the Republicans keep blocking everything, it makes it difficult to, to take care of ourselves first. So, um, Jay Sabbath is on. She's on vacation. Actually, we, we poorly planned vacations because I think she's away for a couple of days. And then you're going away in September? For a couple of, for the, yeah, mid-September. Yeah. Um, we are going away for seven days. We're gonna have some staggered show here with them. Some, the, a lot of cuddles appearances, I think, over the next couple of weeks and months. If I could um, somehow phone in from where I am, oh, that would be great. I, I don't know. I'll try. I usually, I'm not gonna hold you to that, but I would love. I will be I in the country. I don't know if you want to say where you're going. You know, I don't even say it because we'll tease it if if, any, if you do feel comfortable. I would love some shots of of where you go because I think. Oh, you're, I'll definitely. Gonna be yeah, beautiful. Be some good shots. What did you think of the Republic, the first Republican debate? Did you watch it? Did you have any thoughts on that? No, I didn't watch any of it. Okay. I saw a couple of clips here and there. I had no interest in watching them fight fight each other. The only thing I did see, the only clip I saw, which enraged me by itself, uh, it was a two-second thing when they asked all the, all the Republicans on the stage, how many of you uh, believe in man-made climate change and not one Republican raised their hand? It's like, get the fucking, you know, get your... You're in the pocket of all the oil companies and the gas. You know, you're just, you're toting the comp you're the Republican line for your own interests. Why can't you? Why is it so difficult to agree with science? I don't understand the well, Republicans' point of view. That Rams, Ram, Rami Suarez, Suarez. Sorry, I don't know his name, but he said he believed in it. There's clips online that he was like, "Of course, it's happening." 
And then he said it was a hoax during the, the debate. Of course he did. So everybody called the, him out for that. Yeah, well, whatever they want to hear. I'll tell you whatever you want to hear. You go, as long as you vote for me. Is it a hoax? Sure, it's a hoax. Whatever you want. But, you know, it's, it's, it's enraging because we're living it now. We've got wildfires everywhere. We've got flooding in places where there was never flooding before. We got the waters warmer than they've ever been. The sharks are now fucking on our coasts everywhere. It's like the storms are getting bigger and bigger. And Republicans, I feel, or people who are against climate change or don't believe in it are going, well, wow, my home in Florida isn't flooded. Yeah, it's not going to happen overnight. It's just, it's going to happen quickly, but it's going to happen over a few years. Now all the levels are going to rise. The, the ice caps are going to melt and we're going to have, uh, everything's going to get fucked up. So, you know, you could sit here and, you know, just going to sit back and go, you know what? You want to live with this, with everything fucked up, live with it fucked up. What are we, what, what are we going to do? We can't, it's, it's tiresome trying to jam science in people's faces when they just don't want to hear it. Um, I didn't watch it either because I was in Florida and I was just in a happy place. It wasn't but, on every TV in Florida? They were big down there. Republicans are big down there. I would imagine. Um, but I, I was avoiding it, but I did, I did come across some clips. You know, it's funny. I wasn't on social a lot, but I did come across some clips of it. I thought DeSantis looked terrible. Like he just had a bad night. I thought the crowd was against Christie, who was actually making some decent points. I thought Nikki Haley was the biggest surprise of all. Did you see her answer about abortion? No, I didn't see any of it. She was like, we should cut out the bullshit with abortion. She's like, this is this. Like she just I can't recite it all for you, but she just like layered out an answer and I was like, that is actually a common sense approach to this. So because you know, she was she didn't toe the the typical line of well, what like did she say? What was some what was the point she was making? It was like you can't just deny women health care, you know? It was like you can't do she was like, We need to be sensible about late term abortion, but you can't just deny women health care. Like we gotta figure out a way. It, it doesn't have to be black and white all or none, like we could figure out a way to make this you know like logical and i agree with that now yeah because what's his name desantis i did hear that desantis was saying stuff about uh democrats uh, it's late up to the moment of birth it's like no that's not how it works it's and it not doesn't yeah that's like such a small percentage but you know it's you know the the worst part about desantis was they asked them i saw a clip where they asked them if trump would secure the nomination would they support him and a bunch of people put their hands up first and then yeah, a couple of Christie. I saw Christie. Huh. Yeah. And, and that like DeSantis did the same thing. He like looked around and he's like, oh, everybody's doing it. So I got to do it too. It's like, dickhead, that's the moment to be like, no, fuck that. Like, you have an opportunity to stand out from the rest of the dopes on stage. Because, you know why? Because the, the people watching the base, the Republican base, is looking for everybody to go, oh, yay, Republican, fuck Democrats. So if a Republican candidate went up there and said, I might vote Democrat if I had to, you're out. There's no wavering on that line for some reason. For some it's, reason. Yeah. I don't get it. But that's the problem. That's the problem we have. Well, I was impressed with Nikki Haley, and it was painfully <coughs> Sorry. It was painfully obvious that uh, Ramsey Suarezy uh, is is going to be Trump's nominee, uh, 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 running mate, vice presidential running mate. Like a couple of those guys up there were clearly up there just to be 
the VP going for the VP thing. Anyway, uh, a couple of this is a quick one, Frank. Tech City. Uh, th- there was a, a bunch of people because you could buy land not by name in this country. You know, you could buy it through a corporation, mm-hmm. and a bunch of people were buying a billion dollars worth of land near a California military base, and okay. it. T- it tur- I mean, 50,000, more than 50,000 acres of land surrounding Travis Air Force Base. Flannery Associates has been buying this up since 2018. So for five years, this has been going on and nobody really knew who was involved in it. And it turns out that it's Laureen Powell Jobs. I knew it. I knew and LinkedIn co-founder Reed Hoffman. Okay, so they've been buying up this land. They've been buying up this land, and so they're now the largest landowners in Solano County, which is 60 miles northeast of San Francisco, which sparked concern that a foreign entity was behind the purchases, which is kind of scary that a foreign country could just buy up land and (laughs) create their own city, which is kind of, again, crazy because what's that stupid movie with Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis? With what? With Will Ferrell? Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis were there. They're the politicians running oh, for yeah. <laughs> Congress, whatever that. I forget what it's called, the candidate or something like that. Yeah, but in that movie, like, China was, like, buying land. It's so absurd. They were buying, China was buying land in America because it would have been cheap, like the, the child labor or something would have been cheaper in America at that point. And some weird fucking thing. Yeah, but it, Sarah, it's the campaign. Thank you, Sarah. The campaign. Thank you, Sarah. But it could really happen. Anyway, these guys bought up all this land and now they're saying that they're going to be starting this like their own little like tech city, you know. So what do you mean by tech city? Is it like a, a city where people could live or is it like one giant computer place, computery? No, it's like a city where people can live, but similar to like the wall and some of those other places. Kanye, remember we were talking about all that shit? Like everybody is rushing to build their own futuristic cities. I wonder how that wall is going. The last thing I saw was in, in is it Saudi Arabia. I don't know. I don't remember exactly where they're building that wall thing. Yeah. But the last I saw, they were digging the, the trench that it's going to be built in. And it's like a mile long thing that they're they're. I wonder how that's going. Like, I don't know. What, and if that's going to be a successful thing and when that's going to be up and running. I feel like some of these new fangled things, like, I mean, name one person that has made money off an NFT in the last two years. Like, I mean, I don't know anybody who went out and bought all that stupid shit that is like, oh, I'm raking it in. <laughs> Donald Trump made made, <laughs> made some money off of those. That's true. Four million dollars. Yeah. Some of these moves I'm not so sure about. Uh, Barbie just continues to absolutely, completely fucking dominate. I mean, oh, Barbie, it ain't even, it's not even close what Barbie is doing. Um, Barbie, here, hold on. Barbie has hit 1.34 billion in revenue, and it is the highest earning Warner Brothers film of all time. That is crazy and awesome at the same time. Like Warner Brothers. I mean, you're talking about the Batman movies. You know, you're t- like Heath Ledger Batman was so huge, not as big as the Barbie movie. Like, yeah. it's crazy. The um, 
the Gran Turismo came out and just beat Barbie. I mean, just barely beat Barbie in the box office this weekend. But this is like the ninth week that Barbie is out. <laughs> Keep going, Barbie. What the hell? Why not? Yeah. I mean, you know, did we talk about Oppenheimer at all? I don't remember if we did. I don't know if we did or not. I can't remember. I think we did. Did we? Right, maybe we did. I don't remember. I didn't like it. But again, it's hysterical to me that Oppenheimer was supposed to be the spark conversation of summer 2023. And it's fucking Barbie. Do you think Barbie will be nominated for Best Picture? I mean, how could it how could it not be? Hey, Batman wasn't. Dark Knight wasn't. I mean, that's true, but that was before they did te- it was that was when it was five films. Now that it was ten films get nominated, how could how can you not I mean, I don't know. I don't know if a, for best picture, but best director or screenplay or actress or so, it's going to get a bunch of awards. It has oh, to. Oh, I'm sure it will. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Director, yeah, uh, sure. But would a movie like Barbie be be up for best picture? And Beaver Boys has a request. I don't know if we could oblige Beaver Boy. Beaver I would Boys. never deny Beaver Boys. Can you guys take off your shirts? <laughs> it's a little out of nowhere. yeah it's disgusting but i'm flattered i'm actually feeling better after reading that comment than than it's a nice it's a nice little pick me up it's nice to be flirted with i appreciate that (laughs) beaver voice um so yeah barbie continues to dominate good for barbie uh elton john will be dead soon who's gonna be dead first me or elton john uh it's a tough one elton john it wasn't as bad as that he fell it wasn't he does not he's not sick or anything he just fell right he fell. He was hospitalized after falling in a French villa. Uh, it did. He, they say he's he's out and he's okay. I don't. Know, I think. Listen. He's, what is he? Seventy something. He's gonna fall. Seventy six. Yeah. Okay. The way you know, he's jumping around on stage and stuff. You know, seventy six. You're gonna you're gonna trip a little here and there. It, it, it happens. I'm just saying. You fall and break that hip. You. you you usually don't have much longer. That's that's always I don't the think thing. He broke his hip. Did he break his hip? They say he didn't break his hip, but I think it's I think it's all in the suits conspiracy. I think they're covering it up. See, why would they tell us he fell but didn't break his hip? Why would they even tell us he fell? I don't know. Why is Suits the number one streaming show in the country? We just can't explain these things. Why does Radio Shack ask for your phone number when you buy batteries? Huh? <laughs> Kramer. Um I don't know. They say he's back with his family now and he's doing well. Who knows? The rest of the Johns. Yeah, the, the, the rest family. of the Johns. <laughs> the Please. John family. Are you John? Some they, she was talking to that John over there. <laughs> Do you call him Mister Sir John, like Mister John? I think you got like to call him to, Sir Elton. Sir Sir Elton John. So, like, if he goes to a restaurant and they call his table, is it is it Sir Elton John party of six? Oh, good question. I think in that in that case, you go John party of party of four. Yeah, John. I think just we lost you a second. Sorry, which is a weird thing to just say, like just John. It's a weird name to just roll out there. Yeah, I mean, it's. it's, You think he's ever been called Mister John in his life? Probably before he got knighted. So before he was knighted, there was a point in his life where it was just he was. I can't imagine calling Elton John Mister John, but it had to have happened. Yeah, probably. It's just a weird thing for him to go by. Yeah, you know, it's just that. He's always Elton John, Elton John, you know, it's just Mr. John right this way. It is so easy to say Elton John. It's so it just rolls off your tongue. 
Right. It's like Billy Joel. I, Mr. Joel is a little easier to say, but it's Billy Joel. It's just Billy Joel. Billy yeah. Joel. This way, Billy Joel. Um, vacation recap. You want to go? How was your time off? Time off was nice. Uh, we so my wife and I started about eight months ago. We Is this started... the cabinet because we did this before we left. Uh... <laughs> was that the story you were going to tell? Yeah, it was a story. All right, I got nothing then. We, we did, did that last yeah. episode before we went away. All right, then so I don't know what to tell you. What did we do? Where we oh, so we got rid of a lot of stuff in the house because um, we got rid of. In our living room, there was this TV. It was a 60-inch TV, but it was from like 25 years ago. It still had the huge tube back to it. Mm. It's not a flat. It's a flat screen, but it had the huge tube, you know, that kind of television. And it was in our living room, and we never use it, never watch it. It just sat there on its stand, collected dust. We got rid of that. You never watched that TV? Recently, we haven't been. We have, we don't really use it. We use the TV in, in downstairs or in the bedroom, or you know, it's we don't really watch this one. Wow. Okay. So we got rid of it. Uh, only and another reason we never really watched it is because it doesn't. The picture wasn't was off. Oh, okay. The coloring it, it didn't give a good picture anymore. Um. So we got rid of that. We got rid of this refrigerator that was in our. A garage forever that was just an old piece of junk that we I finally had to take the doors off and hurl and haul it out to the curb and uh you know, we just got a, a, rid, rid of a lot of junk in our house some paint I had a shit ton of paint that I had to drive to this uh stop event and and, and drop it off at a, like a safe recycling event it's just yeah, so we got a, we got rid of a lot of junk there is nothing better that getting rid of some old shit that you yeah. just don't use anymore. It's so freeing. That's just this room. There's, I'm looking at an empty space in my living room right now going, what am I going to do with this space? <laughs> it's great. It's nice. Yeah. Never fill it. Never, Never. fill it. The, the best... This is going to be hard to say because my wife is, is listening. The best time in my life was when I had my bachelor pad. And it was literally empty like it was the barest of bare bones so a tv and a milk crate basically no it, uh, yeah that dude it's a simple little tv stand tv couch little table little desk there was not like i could have evac if we if we were hit by a war i could have grabbed everything i owned and evacuated in 15 minutes <laughs> it would have been so easy you know, but it was, but that was because like all my shit was like in, in my, in the attic of my parents, you know, like all that stuff. Yeah. You had stored somewhere else. It was somewhere else, but it was so freeing. You just, there was never a lot to clean up or put away. Cause there just wasn't a lot of stuff, you know, like I can remember moments Are of you like, blaming your wife for the, for clutter in your house. No, but I'm making a point of like. Oh. I would be like, oh, I want to bake a cake or I want to do this. And I'd have to like go out and buy a pan or buy a knife, you know, and then I would have that knife. Like that's kind of how it was. And it was so simple. And now you're just like, I don't know. You're, there's just like, you know, and then like, I mean, I don't know if you have this too, your, your mother, your brother, 
people bring stuff over and then they're like, oh yeah, well, you know, remember this was Aunt Gladys's and you're like, yeah, oh, I love Aunt Gladys. I keep this, put this thing over here. You know, you just you just build up all this shit. Some sh- yeah, it's just stuff that's in your house that you're just, <sighs> just there because you, you, you have it. Just have it. And with the kids, it's like, they drew on this paper. We have just boxes of paper in the garage of just artwork. And... Just, a, just a huge fire hazard in your garage. Yeah, and you're like, we're never going to look at this, but you don't have, you just don't have the heart to throw it away. You want me to throw it away? I'll <coughs> clean it, clear it all out. I'll Feels like you're on a hot streak thing. now, you know? I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a flamethrower. But there's, it's, there's just something to it where you're like, get the fucking tea, like get it out and you get it out. And you oh, see that space, right. like you said, and you're like, oh, this is great. And half the fun is every now and then you take a look out the window, see if someone picked it up. We had this uh, this glass uh, stand, TV stand. It had like two, two three levels on, on it. And the top level, obviously, was the TV. And it was in perfect condition, you know, uh, metal and glass. And we put it out to the curb. We didn't want it anymore. We didn't need it. So we just put it at the curb. Anybody who wanted it could take it. But we had a scheduled pickup for the garbage to come get it. Someone picked it up. So I hope it's, you know, it was a nice, you know, nice thing. But we, we had no use for it anymore. So someone picked it up. So that's that's good. The, the yeah. garbage men didn't have to get that. But I, I had a Christmas tree one year that I was like, I put it out and I, I forget what it was. It was some weird circumstance. We went away and whatever. I don't know. It was just in the, in the garage. And then it was like February. And I was like, I don't know if I could put this Christmas tree out anymore. And I was like, I'll, you know what? I'll save it and I'll like, cut it up and I'll, I'll burn it in the fireplace, which is not a good idea. But I was like, I'm going to just do this. I think the Christmas tree sat in my garage for like eight months. <laughs> like it was like summertime. There was a Christmas tree in my garage. <laughs> It was so stupid. And I remember like the day like my father came to visit and finally was like, we're getting, we're throwing this out today. <laughs> today. So wait, it was a fake Christmas tree or a real Christmas tree? It was a real Christmas tree. So you had a real dead Christmas tree in your garage for eight oh, months. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. You can't just bring it. Isn't it that there's like a week where you just bring it out to the curb? Everybody's trees are at the curb. But we missed that week because like we were away. Uh, yeah. So. It was like one of those weird things that just stayed in the garage. And then I became like defiant about it. And I was like, I'm going to handle this. And I never did. Here's the thing that uh, happened over the uh, our vacation. I decided, my, my wife and I, we decided, we came up with this agreement that we're going to live our lives comfortably. Swinging? Okay. No. No. Okay. But uh, that's like the opposite of comfortable. That's the most uncomfortable thing. True. Uh, for us, anyway. Um but like I went on, I bought, I went online and I bought a bunch of pants that will fit me now because <laughs> I just, I bought uh, a new pair, the new pair of shoes that I have, you know, that they're nice and comfortable. Yeah. Um, we got these new towels for the bathroom, you know, it's just everything. We're, we're like, you know what? I, Cause I was holding on to jeans and shorts that I've just had for a long time. And they're just a little tight on me now, a little, a little belly. You know, and I, I, you know what? I'm letting them go because I'm like, you know what? I just don't want to, I don't want to be uncomfortable wearing these clothes. So I just, I'm like, you know what? They're gone. And I, I bought a size up. I went, I, I caved and I went, you know what? I'm probably not going to lose this gut. So let me just buy <laughs> pants that fit me now. <laughs> and then that was it. So now I'm comfortable. 
Well, that's another thing too. Like, like my wife always is like, why do you, these socks are like, yeah, that's my next step. The socks. She's like, they're almost nothing. Like, what do you, I'm like, I don't, I don't like, I don't know if that's a man thing or just a human thing of like, we just get into routines and this is our clothes and these are, this is, that's our thing. And we just wear it till it breaks off or dies or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I, that's another thing. My socks, I had a couple of pairs of socks that, you know, I like them, but they had like little holes in the bottom of them. I'm like, all right, you know what? These, it's time for these to go. Yeah. You know, my toes were coming through them. I'm like, I can't anymore. I threw them out. Yeah. Like anything with holes in them or they just don't fit or there's no match or whatever the hell. I'm like, that's it. I'm not, I'm not living my life like this anymore. <laughs> no, I just, I just decide when I talked to, you know, Aaron and I were on the same page. We're just going to. I live a life of comfort. I love that. Be comfortable. You got to be comfortable in life. I don't want to go through life, you know, like cinched in with, with my pants, cutting my circulation off. I can't do it. Plus my back, you know, I've had back surgery a long time ago, but if I wear pants that are too tight around my hips, it, it bothers my back. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not the old injury, but it's close and it's, it's, you know, it's a pain in the ass. And if I screw up my back, it's it's bad for a couple of days. So I, anything that's too tight around my waist, I'm like, nope, I'm not going to deal with that anymore. So I, I'm getting rid of that. Donating whatever we can donate, throwing out the rest, and that's it. Towels are another thing, too. Like, I can tell you that there are towels in this house that are 25 years old that have come from my previous house. Yeah, you know, and if they're okay, then they're fine, you know. But we got, um, remember that, the uh, JSAB's charity golf outing thing. Yeah. So we won a gift certificate to this. Uh, Is that uh, what started all of it? The sheets and the towels? No, I mean, it, it contributed. It contributed to it. Okay. But what started it, I think, was just one day my, it was my back. Like I was like, I was, I'm wearing, I was wearing a pair of pants that were just like too tight. I'm like, I can't hold on to these anymore. It's not worth going through this again. So I took, you know, I got rid of them. I, and then I went online and I bought these, comf- oh my God. All right. They haven't paid me any money to say this. This is unsolicited. But I went online and Lee's jeans, not Levi's, which I'm sure are fine, but Lee's. L-E-E apostrophe S? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I've seen them. They, yeah. They make jeans. They're like 20 bucks, 25 bucks, maybe even cheaper on some, there's some sales that go on. And they're, they're made of the most comfortable material. I don't even know what the hell it is, but they're so soft and they're like stretchy. It's almost like sweatpants, yeah. but they're jeans. And it's, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I don't why know when this not, happened. Why am I only discovering this now? I don't know when this happened, but jeans suddenly became stretchy and like dungaree, oh. like not so, by the way, dungarees. What kind of a fucking dungarees? word is that but anyway yeah they're not they remember they used to be like hard and like it would hurt yeah. to put them on and everything they feel craggly and like stiff yeah they, they feel like sweatpants and they're stretchier on the waist and everything they're so nice they're comfortable yeah so i bought like three pairs of those and i'm like this is amazing i bought i went to the you know uh, i bought lee's shorts so now i got a bunch of pairs of shorts from them you're a lee man so- now yeah, I'm a Lee man. That's just so good. They're comfortable. I don't understand. And they're not expensive. They're not like a hundred dollar pair of shorts or something. The shorts I got literally for thirteen dollars. <laughs> they're some of the most comfortable pair of shorts that I own. 
Jeggings. So Jeggings was it. It started with Jeggings, which was this shit that was like, looked like jeans, but were totally like uh, jogging pants and stretchy yeah. pants. And it was such a joke. I wonder what year Jeggings started, Paul. If somebody could look that up. It was such a joke. And people were like, this is so stupid. But then all of a sudden, every major jean company was kind of like, we should soften up our jeans. <laughs> and they all started like incorporating these Jeggings things into the... Now they're I'm all kind of like that. I'm in. I mean, they look like jeans, but they sure as shit don't feel like it. They're, they're so soft. Yeah. And they're stretchy and they're nice. And I just, I bought a pair that that just fit right and they're great. I can't say enough good stuff. And they're not, again, they're not expensive. So if, if you're in the market for jeans, if you're looking for jeans, I recommend Lee's. Uh, they were, I forget what they're called, they're like stretch fit or... I forget, I forget the exact name. You look them up, but they're they were they're so they're so comfortable. We're living in the golden era of jeans right now. I mean, they've never been better. I agree. They've just never been better. Extreme motion is the style. Is the Lee's extreme Lee's extreme motion athletic jeans? That but they're even. Cool. I have a pair of dress pants, slacks, if you will. Ooh, slacks. And they're even now have like a give to them where you can really kind of stretch in them and, you know, feel good in them. And the, even those. Yeah, I think it's brilliant because I feel like manufacturers were like, you know what? America, we're, we're, we're putting on a little weight. Let's let's make sure we give people something that they're going to they're gonna want to wear in case, you know, they just want they want it to be comfortable. And I get it. Sweatpants are one of the most comfortable things. My my wife bought me a couple pairs of sweatpants uh, a few months back. The most comfortable things. That that I think really kickstarted my. I want to be. I want to just have more comfortable stuff. My wife bought me two pairs of, of. She went on vacation. She bought back a couple pairs of sweatpants, and they're the most comfortable sweatpants. And I was like, "This is amazing. How how can I live the rest of my life like this?" <laughs> Summer yeah. of George. Ease. Oh yeah. All right, so all right, that's my that's my vacation. That's what happened on my vacation. Happened with you in Florida. What was that? Did you get the wrap up sign just now? <laughs> I got the uh, let's hear let's hear about Florida. Oh. That's what we wanted. To yeah, I don't know how. So I, I don't know if there's anything like too exciting or thrilling, but um it was fucking great to just break away from the norm of everyday life. Like like you said, like you, when you put on a pair of jeans or you get that new towel and you're like, holy shit, like yeah. this is great. Like when you're just like, oh, I don't have to read for six hours today. Like, you know, or just all the things that you do or school and soccer, all this shit. And you're just like, no, we just have to get to the beach today. Like well, that's, yeah, that's at whatever time. Yeah. Like that's the goal. That's the objective. Um, it was kind of fucked up because like I got sick, got medicine, started feeling better. And I was like, oh, I'll be better by the time we leave. I wasn't. And then I was like, oh, maybe the first day or two and I should be okay. And I was fucked up the entire, I'm still fucked up, you know, so much so that I went. So we, truth be told, we got back Thursday and I didn't think it was going to be worth it to just do a Friday show. So that was the goal from the beginning. We said we were coming back today, the 28th. 
And then it just so happened that a friend of ours, something wonderful happened to him. So there was like this impromptu gathering, which I came to. And I like, I don't know if you know. So Frank was there. Jay Sabs, we were all kind of there. I don't know if you noticed this, but I just fucking left. Yeah, I did <laughs> notice that you pulled up. You pulled in me. You just I, I went into the house for a minute. I came back out and Cuddles was like, yeah, he's gone. He's in the car. He does not feel good. I was like, all right. Yeah, you did. Because you didn't sound good. You sounded like this. Only your voice was way worse. So your voice does sound better tonight. Yeah, because I think I think it was the traveling back, you know, like the travel day. It was weird traveling there. It was fine because we like left really late, which was kind of stupid. But when we came back from Florida, we kind of like had like a like a really lazy day. And the flight wasn't until 630, Mm -hmm. you know, and you got to like check out of a hotel at like 11, which, okay, here comes a couple of complaints. This is a new thing now where you go, you know, you ask for a late checkout. It's common courtesy for them to give you an hour. Right. You know, 11 o'clock checkout's pretty common. You ask, you ask for 12. Uh, that's nothing, you know, that's nothing out of the, out of the norm, out of the realm of possibility. This Which I'm resort against that anyway. we were, I'm against all this anyway, but go ahead. I have my reasons. This resort that we were in. Well, you know, if they have the, if they don't have somebody else coming into the room, they could do it for you. you well, know? here's my reasoning. Checkout should be midnight of the day you're leaving. And then the room should be worked on. And then people check in in the morning. If you, you know, the next day. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Of. What do you mean? No. Like, so if you're leaving on. So you can't it, sleep it, that you have to, you have to wake up at midnight and leave. No, no. If you, like you could leave at eight p.m., nine p.m., you could. You don't oh, have you're to leave. You get the room ten the o'clock day. in the morning. You get the room for the entire day. Oh, got it, got it. You know, that makes not, sense. that's what I'm saying. And then overnight, the room gets cleaned, and then the person who shows up at eight in the morning checks in. Mm. That's the way it should be. I don't like this middle of the day checkout because you know then you have the whole day. And you know you're with your bags. It's a, it's such an inconvenience for. It's probably convenient for the hotels, but it's an inconvenience for everybody else. For people, I think. Uh, Beaver Boys is really making me laugh. Like he, I keep putting up his funny comments, or hers. I don't know. I'm assuming this. I don't know. Is there two people? I don't know how it all works, but they're very funny. So keep it coming, Beaver Boys. Um. So I call and I go. Yeah, you know, I go. I, I lied. I go. I feel like I push back a little. You know, because we could we. Can we get a late checkout? And there she goes, well, how, what time? I said, I'd love 12. I said, I'd love one o'clock, but I'll settle for 12 if that's what you could do. She comes back. She goes, we could do one o'clock for you. Oh, thanks. It'll be $20 an hour for each additional hour plus tax. After that or with the late checkout? With the late checkout. Like meaning if I want to stay till 12, it's $20. If I want to stay till one, it's $40 plus tax. But that, that's not a late checkout. That's... <laughs> That's adding time to your. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I was a little pissed about that, and I've seen I've seen a couple of people talk about that, but I didn't really think it would happen to me. I and I was like, "Till now, I'm like, that's kind of ridiculous." And she was like, "Well, that's the." So at first, I said, "Forget it," and I hung up the phone. Then I get a call because the the resort that we were at is right on the beach. It was beautiful. It was there were so many things for the kids to do. Frank, when I tell you, like there was a huge slide right on the beach like a, a water slide 
Like they inflated every day and the kids went down and they fucking loved it. There were paddle boats where we like rode around their little lake system. And nice. Was, That's fun. I like that. It was amazing. Everything was amazing. We were swimming with fishes. We were, it was just a perfect. But there was this little element of like, not nickel and diming, but like I go to the lobby to get a coffee. <clears throat> they have like a bar and they like serve Starbucks coffee. Okay. Guy, I go, my wife loves iced coffee, just black. I go, can I get an iced coffee? He pours the thing in. It's a cashless resort. So I give him the credit card. He runs the credit card. Can you sign for me? I'm like, really? You need me to sign for a $4 iced coffee? And it's got the tip thing on it. And it's like, you just poured an iced coffee for me. So then don't tip, you know, or tip a dollar, whatever. I tipped a dollar. I felt like a shithead tipping it. But it was like, it was like little weird things. Like you go to the deli to get like a sandwich for lunch. And it's like, or no, it wasn't even. Yeah. Oh, I got, I went to the deli to get a drink. And it's like, there's a tip. And, it, and it's not like, would you like to leave a tip? It was like 16, 18 or 20%. And I'm like, it's just a th- First, I'm already paying three fifty for a fucking Pepsi. You know yeah. that demanded. I don't think tipping has gotten a little out of control. It's kind of crazy. It's a, I, I am all for tipping. I'm for over tipping. I'm for tipping like crazy. I believe but, in over tipping. Yeah, but like when nothing has been done that you know that uh, warrants tipping, then there shouldn't be tipping expected. You know, like everything can't be tipped. You can't it's just you feel bad because some of them work for like for some of them are like, hey, how yeah, are you? Oh, How's absolutely. If, if their job depends on tips, I get that. I no, but even the girl behind the counter for the Pepsi was like, how are you? Is everything okay with your steak? And I do. And I'm like, all right. That's a, if anybody. Well, that's the thing. If anybody goes above and beyond, you, you, yeah. you throw them a little. I, I get that. You know, that's that's fine. But I was a little but, like, so. Yeah. We get there. We we. We check in and, you know, they're like, um, you want to go on the tour of the property. So as I go to find out, like, not only is it a beautiful beachside resort, but it's a timeshare thing. And they're like, you want to go for the thing? And I'm like, not overly, no. And they're like, well, if you change your mind, I'm like, okay. And then we check into the room and then like 20 minutes, we're in the room, half hour in the room. The woman calls us, you know, I do have a spot for tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, this is getting a little, you know little much so anyway fast forward to the end i asked for the late checkout she says it's money i say forget it get a call from the woman she's like we have this thing you can come back and stay for only like now that this the hotel was like five something a night 450 whatever it was a night so they're like you can come back and stay for like four days for just 299 if you come back and you take the door so i go i say to the woman i go actually I I'll never stay here ever again because you want to charge me twenty dollars extra for a fucking. You said that. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. I said I asked for a late checkout and they wanted twenty dollars more out of me, so I'm not, I'm never coming back here again. Man. So she goes, well, that's common in all of. We were in St. Pete's Beach. She goes, that's common in all of St. Pete's Beach. And I'm like, now I feel like George Costanza because I'm like, is it? Because I feel like I'm gonna call some call, other call yeah. some hotel. Oh, do it. You I haven't yet. Them. But I think I don't know how I could go into October without having called some other hotels. You're never going to call them. 
I might not. I don't know. But I was really annoyed by that. But anyway, we're, I was sitting there with my wife. And I'm like, what the fuck are we going to do? So we called back up and we're like, all right, we'll pay $40 to stay here. Oh, they o'clock. got you. <laughs> totally got us. That sucks. Just totally got us. So that was a little, that was a little irritating. Um, fucking we, so that was, but the end, that was like the end of the trip. Cause how we did it was we, we went to Orlando, we did universal studios. Then we went by my parents and then we did the beach. You know, we went and visited my parents for a couple of days down in Florida. So we fly there and we were flying on frontier because where we live here on long Island, we do have this like little tiny airport that is so peaceful and wonderful have you ever flown out of macarthur no macarthur airport is like the size of a house like it's so tiny and it has like two airlines it's southwest or frontier so it's like not grand whatsoever but the air the it's the airfare is very expensive uh, very inexpensive and affordable but more than that frank and i grew up in the shadow of jfk airport so we're used to like three hour waiting lines and just congestion and annoyance and all this shit. So to fly out of MacArthur is like such a pleasure. So we fly out of MacArthur, but it's Frontier, which is such a shit airline. Like it is just shit. And we get there and, you know, we have one suitcase and you can fill that suitcase. It's 50, it's a 50 pound suitcase. Like it's a, it's the standard size roller suitcase, yeah. 50 pounds. Yeah. We get there and the girl goes, suitcase is overweight. And I go, how much? She's like 16 pounds. And I go, what? Turns out they changed the weight limit to 40 pounds. Bastards. Which is such a shitty thing because. So you'd you, still be six pounds over. I would have still been six pounds over, which is not the worst thing in the world. But like you just the standard size of a suitcase holds 50 pounds. Yeah. You can't just change the rules and have, we all have these suitcases. Yeah. Now you're changing the rules. Well, then we got to get all new suitcases. So they hit me up for 75 bucks. Fuck man. Every, everywhere. Just nickels and dimes. you just to death. It's just these little, little jabs that just bleed you dry. Yeah. But listen, I don't complain because I think we literally paid like $39 for the ticket. I mean, it's like ridiculous. So you have to help fly at one point. You get you right, got to push next. You got to push the airplane away from the terminal. Okay. So we get on the plane or flying and it's nighttime now because the flight leaves at like seven. It was delayed a little, whatever. So we're flying into Orlando. They darken all the, the lights on the cabin. Half hour goes by. The lights come on. Every light, like bright as hell. Then the stewardess gets on and goes, is there uh, any medical professionals on the air, airplane? So I look around and nobody gets up and I go, this ain't American Airlines or Delta. There's no fucking doctors <laughs> buying a, a seat on fucking Frontier. <laughs> you know, nobody gets up. That's funny. So now I'm like, fuck, we're going to probably wind up landing in Georgia or some shit because some guy's having a heart attack. Yeah. Why does everything bad happen to you? Right. So <laughs> turns out it, it, we go to find out it was a veteran who was having a difficulty breathing. But we make it all the way to Florida. And the only reason why I know this is because like we land in Florida and they go, um, please everybody stay seated. We still don't have a gate. So we're on the ground. They're like we don't have a gate to go to. Um, and even when we get a gate, we want to get the the stewardess was lovely. She goes, This uh, 
handsome young veteran off the plane. He was an old guy. So within three seconds of her saying that, half the plane is standing up and it's like in the aisle. <laughs> Just assholes. So then we pull, we we finally get a gate and the plane goes pitch black. All the lights go off. So now we don't, I, I, I didn't know if the pilot was just like, I'm turning the lights off. Fuck these people. <laughs> Fuck these people. We get to the thing. The lights never come back on. The stewardesses are all standing holding flashlights because the plane blew a fuse. Oh my God. Lost all power. Yep. What yep. the hell is that? So that wasn't even the worst part. And Orlando, if you've ever been to Orlando, the only airport in the United States shittier than JFK is Orlando because it's way too small for the amount of flights that are coming in there. Yeah. I mean, it's just terrible. So we get there. It's one flight, Frank, one flight. It's around, I don't even know. I asked my wife, 1030, maybe 11 o'clock by the time we land. And they announced that we're on carousel nine. Okay. Go down. Turns out we're on carousel seven, nine, and 11. So three carousels in a row for one flight. Bags are going around. So now we took our luggage and we took the kids' booster seats for the cars and everything. You can throw that. That's not, that doesn't count as a piece. You could just right. take that shit. So, and you know, you take, you could take a stroller or whatever. We didn't, but other people did, obviously. And so we're standing there and the bags are going around. And then all of a sudden I see my bag, I grab it. And then the, the little baggage thing stops, thing beeps, right? All right, standing around two minutes, three minutes, five minutes. Okay, who's gonna, like, we gotta say something. Like, it's not coming back on. The office for Frontier is like 10 feet away, 20 feet away. I walk over there, I go, you know, the thing has stopped. They know about it. Okay, fine. Which makes sense because if you're on the other side, and I worked at an airport, the, there's just the same baggage thing on the other side. Like it just keeps yeah, going. Just loading it up. Yeah. So if it stops, they see it. 10 minutes later, two other people go in, complain. Woman comes out. Now she's removing the bags from the back row. So we're thinking, okay, that she's removing the thing so that it could go. Yeah. You know, that's what everybody's thinking. Because the, all the people that are waiting there, which is about 50 people, are waiting for more things. This one woman has got this kid and he starts crying. Cause he, he's, it's, it's 11 o'clock at night. Kid's exhausted. He's crying. She's holding him. She's waiting for the stroller to come out. We were there for about 45 minutes. I finally go into the thing and I go, what is going on? She goes, all the bags are out. I go, no, they're not because there's, 50 people waiting over there and I'm waiting for two car seats. This woman's waiting for a stroller. Oh no. The oversized items are on the other side of that scaffolding wall that they're doing construction for. They came out of carousel 13. When were they going to say anything? I go, when were you going to say that? We made an announcement. No, you didn't because we came right down here. And if you made an announcement, there would not be 50 fucking people I, I, and I literally cursed at her because I was so fucking annoyed that we were all just standing. So sure enough, I go around. Frank, when I tell you a pile, a pile, no one grabbed anything from this pile. 
because nobody fucking knew it was there. So how did did you have to go to everybody and say, it's over here, everyone? I grabbed my shit. I go, all the stuff is over there, loud as hell. And the woman with the baby was like, I don't fucking believe this. And she was like, <laughs> I don't know what she did to that fucking lady. I think oh she. Oh, my God. I think she might have. Because at least my kids. So, and, you know, cuddles. You don't is, see people standing there? They don't give a shit. Like, what is, like obviously, you're, you said the thing was 10 feet away. Like, she doesn't see 50 people standing there at an empty thing waiting like what do you think they're waiting for they don't fucking care oh my god i was going nuts because the the baggage was out they were the lost baggage so they've been getting bitched at all day long oh lost baggage gotta be a nightmare yeah that's what they were dealing with mostly you know so and then but dude at one point a guy comes in like you know he's got the badge i'm like oh you're here to fix this he literally was like like this i go oh you're on the he's like he wasn't on the he just he's just like I am not talking to you, and this is not my problem. Like that was yeah. his fucking response. To like, yeah. I'm not, like, I'm not helping you. Yeah, no, no good. So it was like That's fucking. Ridiculous. It was like midnight before we rolled in, and the next day we were doing Universal Studios with the kids. Uh, so it was like Universal dude, Studios is a is a is a trek without kids. I can't imagine. And hot with two kids. Dude, so we get to Universal Studios and my wife is like, you're sweating through your shirt. I go, it's a hundred and fucking 10 degrees. Yeah. Like, and the humidity is the same. <laughs> like, what do you expect? Like, it's, we're fucking, so, and she's got the boot, you know? Yeah. So in, in the airport, she was on a, in, in a wheelchair. We got the little scooter for her in Universal Studios. I sent it, I don't know if you saw it in the group chat. I did three time my normal step goal for universal was 16,000 steps a lot of steps i walked eight miles cuddles was in the scooter so she scooted most m did what oh see (laughs) eight miles cuddles is in a scooter and she still walked three miles in that day it's a big it's a big area and i don't you know if it were me, if I own Disneyland, I don't know how much it would cost to move that thing a little further north. But what Universal? I, I, the whole, the whole thing. Oh, Disney, the whole thing. Universal, everything. Just move it, move it to a north, northern state. So originally we were like, so we had two two days in Orlando, and then a couple days by my parents, and then four or five days at, at the beach. So we were doing Universal, and the idea was we might do a Disney park the second day. If we didn't do a Disney park, we were going to go to maybe a Disney hotel and go see like the animals at Animal Kingdom Lodge, or we were going to go to Disney Springs. The park was out, I think, I think around 1130 in the morning at Universal, the Disney park the next day was out already because we were like, there's like, there's no way we could do two parks. There's no way. And then we were like, we'll go to Disney Springs and walk around then. And we were like planning like four or five hours in Disney Springs. I don't think we lasted two and a half hours there. What is Disney Springs? Disney Springs is like all the stores and the restaurants. It's not like a park, but there's a couple of little attractions to do. No, it's like, it was downtown. You remember downtown Disney? Vaguely. It's like, it's just restaurants and and Disney stores and things Mm -hmm. like that. You know, 
it's a little like the Disney magic, but it, there's no rides. Really, there's a couple of little attractions that you could do, like a like a there's like an air balloon and shit, you could ride on the lake in a car or that kind of stuff, but nothing major. So okay. we did that, and we lasted like two and a half hours before we were like, let's let's fucking go. Like we can't, we couldn't let's get the hell out of here. Couldn't be done anymore. Couldn't walk around. Couldn't do shit. Dude, you're in Florida in August. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a hundred million degrees, especially yeah. nowadays, the hottest summer on record or whatever. And then we go, so we go to my parents, nothing really to tell there other than we go on one of those airboat rides. Airboat ride? Yeah, that was pretty cool. We went into like the swamp. Like the land. Everglades and shit? Yep, yep. Dude, that's gr- that's, a, that's a story. Fucking guy walks in, right? We pay for the thing. They're like, you want to hold the alligator? No, they, first they tell us no bug spray. Alligators don't like bug spray. So we're like, oh, okay. God forbid we, we disappoint the poor alligator. <laughs> Yeah, we're just like oh, we're just getting eaten alive then, and um, so we show up and they're like holding like an alligator, like you can hold an alligator. They got like the mouth taped and everything. It's like this baby alligator, but it's huge. Yeah. So it turns out like you hold it after the ride, and we were there like early, and we didn't realize because there was like people going, so we were just kind of like standing there waiting. And they're like, "Oh no, they'll let you do this after." The guy was like, "We're ready to go." We're like, all right, so we hop on the boat. Guy, we have no teeth. Just no teeth in his mouth. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is going to be an amazing, this is going to be great. Like he's, this, is, this gonna- is who you want to lead your alligator tour. Yeah. hundred percent. And he's like, this guy was fucking ripping through these swamp lands and just like making hockey, like stops. Your, and your parents were on this thing. Oh yeah. With a whole crew went, I can't yeah. see your mom and dad doing that kind of craziness on a, on an airboat. Well, especially my mother was a little concerned because she's she's got back problems right now. Sure. And, um, you know, she was like, is it going to be bumpy? And they were like, nope, it is, it's going to be like riding on a cloud. And they were not lying because it was, it was smooth sailing the whole entire time. And it was like the most beautiful, like, here, I'll Did just show you. Wild alligators out there? We saw a bunch of alligators, a lot of baby alligators, um, actually. Mm-hmm. Put, put this on for everybody you can kind of see as going through some stuff but look at how beautiful this lake was too it's like glass yeah yeah that's smooth and this guy he was flying through these areas but there was a couple of times where we would go into like some swamp area yeah. and and he would just be like gunning like you know when you don't see the open it was like the batmobile and the first batman goes <laughs> like you can't see the opening, but he knows where it is, you know? That's crazy. He would go flying through there. And at one point, there was like a little like marsh of leaves and whatever, and there was nothing else around it. And he barreled right towards it because he knew like the the leaves and everything were going to fly and hit us all in the face. And he went right fucking for it. <laughs> but this guy was a crazy son of a bitch. He goes, so we're looking, like we would go into these little swampy areas and whatever. And it's weird because the the water was actually clear. You could see right to the bottom. And he goes, oh, there's a snake in the tray. And I'm like, right away, I'm like, (laughs) Like, where? Yeah. (laughs) This guy walked right up to the fucking thing and smacked the snake on the ass. (laughs) My son. Like a huge snake? But big. My son started freaking out. He was like, he didn't like, like, he got scared. But he was like, no, he's very laid back. Like, you know, this guy, and he said it in his story, but he, it was apparent this guy fucking he was maybe in his 50s it, yeah. all 50 years of his life were spent on this fucking 
in this area. Yeah. This guy knew his shit. He knew his he knew his shit. I think I have a picture of the snake, but I, I like ninety pictures, so it'll be hard hard to find. Yeah, well, a snake in a pet store that big is scary. Never mind a snake in the middle of the wilderness, in the middle of the Everglades. You know, right. if they just ate or not, or if they're hungry or whatever the hell they're doing. I mean, this right. guy, I'm sure, knows. You could probably tell just by looking at it. I should have probably, like, downloaded these pictures. But if you can see on the back of his jacket, it says gator bait. It does. And then, so I'll zoom in a little bit here. But you can see the fan and, like, on the branch. I don't know if you can see it, but that dark thing right there is the snake. Oof. That's a, that's a big boy. It was pretty big. And he, but he, he slapped it on the... He, he slapped it and it did not move. It did not move. Could tell. He could probably tell, because if they just ate, he probably could tell they were pretty... Uh, I'm no expert, but from what I understand, if they just ate, then they're pretty docile and they're, they're like just digesting. Or if they're asleep, I don't know. Uh, so he probably could tell that this snake is probably just going to be fine. Or it's probably a, a harmless kind of, a, you know, kind of a snake. Yeah, there you go. Like, I don't know if you could tell, That's but he, nice. he, he, like, he's just, he's just whipping around, like, just whipping around. And it was more like you'll see in a second that, like, he's just, see these ways he's just taking the yeah. turns. There's like no waves at all. Yeah, that's a smooth ride. It, it was beautiful, but there was a like here you'll see in a second. There was like a hawk or something or an eagle or some shit like flying right next to us. Hello. Yeah. Cool. It was just beautiful. You know us. We're from fucking Queens. We're not nature people. Like this was the fucking. Yeah, we got raccoons and possums. That's that's, that's our it. nature. Yeah, that's, that's our wildlife. It. But um, yeah, it was beautiful. And then we went by my parents who live in the villages in Florida, which is the swinger capital of the world. So there you go. You know, we, that's that, how did they do? They get a few phone numbers. Well, I, you know, I, I it's funny because I mentioned this one day, like my mother has pineapples on everything. And I was like, oh, my God, I think it's. Yeah. Yep. As it turns out, it's palm trees, not pineapples. I misremembered. Everything. Get out of here. No, wait yeah. a minute. That. Because that's not just you. That's that's a that's a big thing, right? The pi the pineapple, isn't that universally a thing? The pineapple is the swinger thing. I thought she had like pillows with pineapples oh, oh. on it, and but it, the, the pillows have palm trees on it. Like I was like, oh, I was like, uh, <sighs> I got down. I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're not, you know, doesn't mean in the scenery. But we go like they have these like town squares where they have like drinks and everything. So we we're going to get drinks, and these people were just fucking fucked up and high Aaron. and drunk Aaron's thing so the only thing that scared this guy was a toothbrush yeah basically <laughs> basically <coughs> that's funny I'm trying to see if I have oh yeah this was yeah this was great so this was us in the villages they have these like bands that like play and everything you know yeah and they um and like here this is just kind of like look at this one dude who's just look at this guy high off his ass just fucking dancing look at him this guy's just enjoying life man just having a fucking time people are dancing huh it looks like einstein it did kind of look like einstein um but they were like we got to see like the whip like the people are like just everybody's walking around dtf down to fuck they're just like dude <coughs> we were joking with janine she could clean up on old man <laughs> down there that it's like thanksgiving down there for her she just get the pick of the 
All the all the all the vittles are, are right there for her. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> but now I got this thing where I can't fucking breathe. So we go to the beach and there's the there's the fucking um this fifty foot, you know, slide. Okay. And so my son's like, Come on, you gotta go on the slide, you gotta go on the slide. I go, all right. So I go to start I, I go to the guy. So he goes on the slide. I go to the guy. You know, I'm 200 something pounds. I, I, can, I, can I go on the slide? Go, yeah. So I'm like, all right. So they hose you down so you're not sandy, you know, because you're walking right off the beach. I climb up the fucking thing. By the time I get to the top, I literally thought I was going to die. <laughs> I thought I was going to die. How high of a, of a thing is it? Dude, it, it was such a steep. Do you have a picture? Yeah. I got to see this thing. Here's a picture of it. Oh, that's not that high. Dude, look at the it's hotel. Like 20 feet up, 20, 30 feet up. No, look at the hotel. Look at the person to the left. The person is what? Six feet tall, let's say. Add another four feet. That's, ten, yeah, that's like a 20, 25 foot climb. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was. <laughs> I almost died. I got up to the top and I'm like, <sighs> I'm like, I can't fuck The guy's looking at me. He's like, are you okay? I go, I don't know. Well, not to mention the fact that it's 120 degrees there. I, I mean, that's not going to help you. So I go down. I go down it. And I'm like, oh, great. It's nice. It's fun. So then my daughter's like, my daughter goes down. She doesn't really like it. But my son is so excited to go. She's like, dad, can you go with me? So now I'm like, I don't know. If I can I'm do like, this. nope. Yeah, let so, the stranger take it. It'll be fun. Go ahead. Yeah. So she gets me and she gets my wife to go. So now we're going up, right? My daughter's going up next to me. I'm going up and my wife is behind us. She was able to climb up the thing with her foot? It took her a while. Right. Because she has to keep her foot like this, you know? like she, yeah. it's, it's the flex and whatever. But on the, the way you go up the slide, you kind of can do it, you know? All right. So we go up. Now I'm, 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 this is the second time in like 20, you know, 10 minutes I'm doing it. I'm dying. So I go, I go to my daughter, I go, you go on that one. I'll go on this one and we'll race down. And she goes, no, I want to go with you. And I go, yeah, I don't think you can do that. And there's like a fucking 16 year old kid. He goes, no, nah, you can do it. And I'm like, <laughs> thanks buddy. I, I, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, yeah it'll be fine. It's Florida. So, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, that was literally it. So I grab her, and we're going down now. And I don't know what we hit, like a dry spot on the way down. But instead of going feet down, we totally spin. And we are now, like, <laughs> head first going down. And so we wind up here. And now I'm trying to laugh, because if you laugh, she feels like it's fine and it's safe. Right. But I can't laugh because I'm coughing. My brain's out. And so you end up traumatizing. <laughs> and she's like, I didn't like it. And she's starting to cry. And there's just water in my face. So I clear the water in my face just enough to see my wife start to come down the same thing that we've come down. And it's the closest to like a stunt movie I've ever been in. Because I literally had to grab my daughter and jump out of the way. <laughs> or else my wife would have taken us the fuck out. And I tell, she doesn't even realize this because we were talking about it afterwards. Because when I took Cece down, we were, I was holding her. So we were sitting up 
So we didn't go that far down once we landed. But my wife was laying down all the way. So she gained she all this. The bottom. And she was flying. She went flying past <laughs> us. And she didn't even see me grab her and go jump out of the way. <laughs> the most heroic moment of my life. Literally nobody saw Nobody it. caught it. Yeah. Nobody that would have been nice. But nope. Like it didn't happen. <clears throat> yeah. At least your daughter will remember it. Maybe. Yeah. It's, you know, so it's funny about that. We spent $650 to get into Universal Studios. Probably a thousand by the time food and all that shit. Hotels, another $500, whatever. <clears throat> Every ride we went on, she's like, I didn't like that. She's like, that was too scary. <laughs> but she kept going on each each ride, though. She kept going on each ride. She was a trooper. That's good. She kept going on each ride, but every ride we got off, she was like, no. Nah. Two rides, she didn't mind. The Minions, obviously, she loved that. Okay. And then Jimmy Fallon's Escape from New York, or whatever the fuck it's called. She liked that. because Jimmy was Fallon fun. has a ride in fucking Universal. Oh, yeah. What? What is going on? They have a whole building that looks like Rockefeller Center. Center. And it's in there. <laughs> Rockefeller Center. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. You can, you can stand outside and smoke, too. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but let me tell you, dude, when we were driving to the fucking boat thing. Yeah. Wasn't nobody around that voted for Joe Biden in that fucking area. Let me tell you something. There's a shock. My wife goes passing these houses. And she's like, it's just like cars and ATVs and shit just all over the lawn i'm like they don't give a fuck like nobody comes by here you know right right and even the tour guide like you know it's funny how'd you find this crocodile place just google it just google it there's only two you know this one was one that had a better website okay that was it the other one was like tj and larry's and this one was like alligator adventures i'm like at least i don't know they named it they got a site i feel like they tried (laughs) you know that sounds good. I'll go by that. Uh, yeah. But even like the guy who took us on the tour, like you understand, you do, you understand the Republican, like this guy, this guy's life, like, you know, we, we, we work and we're like, let's go take trips and let's see places. This guy doesn't fucking think that way. You know, like he, he thinks, leave me the fuck alone. Like, yeah, I want to, I want to ride my boat. And I want to that. hunt, hunt my animals. And, you know, he's never going to go 10 miles past where he was born. But with, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it he's at all. He's a happy guy. He's a happy guy. But you understand why they're kind of like, I don't want anybody to come in here and tell me I can't be drunk off my ass driving my ATV hunting alligator. You know, you're like, all right, all right. I guess I'm so. I'm telling them not to do that. No, I'm just, you know, it's. I'm not telling them to do that. It's a, it's a, it's a wonderful thing to, to ride your airboat, handboat, whatever the hell. I'm just saying, like, when we're, like, we think of it from a New York City mentality of, like, I don't know about having guns around here. It's just too many people. We're down there. They're, like, don't take my fucking gun away from me because I I might need no, it to kill an alligator. <laughs> I get that. But that's a whole different thought. Yeah, you got to have your guns. No one's taking any guns away. <clears throat> but they're, But I'm saying, like, their world is completely different from our world. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, it's a different... Well, it's a different landscape. It's a different area of the world. It's like it may be the same country, but it's a different different part of the yeah. world. You look at your thing, and you got your manicured lawns and your yard and your fence. It's so nice. 
and they just have like shit everywhere. And it's like, they don't care what it looks like. They want to have fun. They want to jump on an ATV and have an adventure. And when that one stops working, they leave it there because the new (laughs) one might need parts one day. And so they'll get it off the old one that don't work anymore. That's, hey, living the life. Nothing wrong with it. Doesn't hurt anybody. Who cares? Yeah, that's the way they're, that's the way they are. So it's like, you kind of start to understand like, oh, I, I, I get it. I get that mentality is, is there. It's a, they live in a different, it's the same country. Right. But it's a different planet. Yeah. I hear you. You know? So. All right. We've done way too much time. Yeah. Good vacations all around. Yeah. Well, we're happy to be back. I don't know if I'm going to survive this cough. I just, I can't. Dude. And then people go. How are you feeling? And I don't even know how to, I'm like, fuck, same I, guy. So I go back to the doctor, gives me an antibiotic, steroids, and an inhaler, which supposedly is also a steroid. I just learned. That's good. I'm three days into this and I'm still fucking coughing my fucking face off. I don't well, know. How, did, they, did he say how long this will take to go away? What he said it you is? should feel Does better. He, what a, it is? he said you should feel better in a few days. Okay. I don't know. Does it at least tell you, oh, this is what it is? Is it like a respiratory infection, a viral? What, do we know what it is? So the first lady doctor I saw who gave me cough medicine, that really didn't work. I don't really care for her. Second guy I saw, James, good dude. Second time I saw him, he saved my life previously. He was like, he kind of just, he didn't say this, but he, the feeling was, we're just going to throw a bunch of shit at this and see what happens, you know? Right. So I think that's kind of what we're going for. Oh, but Friday, I'm out. We're outside, and I'm like, I'm cold. Is anybody else cold? And I think you were like, no. And I was like, yeah, no, I was not. Cold. It was comfortable uh, that night, and you, were, yeah, you said that you were cold. That was. Not, I said, that's not a I good said, sign. I whispered to my wife. I go, I will be in the car. Like I couldn't even bear with saying goodbye to everybody. Yeah, I got home, hundred and two temperature. That's good. And I was like, I'm going to go to the doctor tomorrow. I'm like, I got to go back and get some shit for this. Yeah, you were all fucked up. I was fucked up. Like, people were talking, and I started, like, I was just like, I, I think I said to our friend who we were celebrating, his wife, I saw her on the way out, and I go, I don't want to be rude. I was like, but I have to leave. I'm like, this was wonderful, and thank you. And I walked out the fucking front door <laughs> and didn't say two words to anybody else and just That's waited fine, in the car. Dude. You got you to gotta do what you got to do. You don't have to, you know, your wife, as soon as when I saw her, she's like, Anthony's in the car, doesn't feel good. She explained to everybody, you were fine. Don't worry about it. Because you don't know what it's like. Because I said to my daughter, I go, get your shoes. We're going to go. Ten minutes later, she comes back, still no shoes. I go, where are your shoes? Oh, yeah, shoes we go. were, my wife and I were, and your wife were looking for shoes all over. Are you furious? Are you really serious? We yeah. I'm sorry. We knew you guys were getting ready to leave, but we couldn't find a shoe. They, they were like upstairs, and like in the yeah. same room. She goes, I don't know where my shoes are. And that was the moment where I said to my wife, I go, I I'll, I will be in the car. Yeah, I can't I, handle this right now. I don't know how long it's going to take you to do, but I will be in the car. And I was like, because I'm like, I, I really felt like I'm going to pass out. So if I just pass out, like, let me just sleep it off in the car. You guys can stay and have fun. And yeah. whenever you're done, you come get me, wake me up, and we'll fucking go home. You know? Dude, get yourself, get yourself better because, you know. People say, and then my mother's calling me every five minutes, and then she's like, are you doing that? I go, I I got steroids and antibiotics now. I don't know if putting my head over the fucking steam thing is going to work anymore, you know? Like, it I did that you. six times already. 
Oh, you've done that. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I was doing it. It helps, you know, for the moment. And then, you know. Yeah. Even if you take like a hot shower and you get the steam, you stop breathing in the steam. Yeah, yeah. That'll help a little. I got to just clear your sinuses kind of thing. Helps your throat. I didn't mean to do two hours with you here, Frank, but I'm sorry. I know you. That's all right. It's a show back. You know, it's a nice way to spend the show. Yes, it was. It was, and it's so good to see everybody in the live chat again. My goodness. Yes. Oh my. Glad to be back. The messages I shared a couple with you of the people that were like, "This is, this is ridiculous." They're like, two weeks." Yeah, it was very flattering. It was long, and we appreciate the support, and uh, uh, we're happy to be back. Yes. Take your shirt. (laughs) Beaver Boys is not is not going to stop until you take your shirt, which is. This Beaver Boys isn't. Uh, if you go up a little bit, he's from Florida, so maybe you saw him down there. Maybe I did. Florida is the New Jersey of the South. It sure is, man. <laughs> maybe Beaver Boys led the alligator hunt. He might have. Was that the guy? He might have been the guy. I don't know. This is a great he, idea from Bird. If Ant dies, we should add a tombstone hoodie to the AOA merch. <laughs> always thinking, Bird. <laughs> I love it. That would be great. Dude, get yourself get yourself to bed. Feel better. Thank you. I will. I appreciate everybody. Uh, of course, we're back. Like I said, Jsabs is actually on vacation, and Frankie is going to be on vacation. But we're back to the regular schedule for the most part. So we'll yeah, be here in some way, shape, or form or another. Agreed. Which will be nice. Um, Glad to be back. Uh, get you, we got merch in the store. Go pick up that merch. We got. Uh, the Oval Aaron's Book is still available. Oval is still available on Amazon. You can pick that up. Uh, either the uh, ebook, you know, the, the Kindle version, or the regular hard copy. Still available. Link is in the description for sure. I don't know why this comment got held, but um, Bird, a member for 17 months. That's commitment. We appreciate that. Thank you so much. Appreciate that wholeheartedly. Thank you so much, Bird. Yes. Really, really appreciate that. Um, thank it. you for that. Yes. Um, all right. That's it for us. Uh, we'll be back Wednesday, normal time. Like Frankie yes. C said, all the links are in the thing and the thing and the links. And get your thing and go through the thing. And that'll be it. If I uh, live to survive, I should say, if I survive to Wednesday, we'll see you guys on Wednesday. That'll be the thing. God willing. We'll see. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Show me potato salad. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead.